Here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, the Phillips file. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Here we are again. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File, this one for Thursday. That's Thursday, March 15th, year 2018. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News, current events, of course, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. And uh, we'll find many other things to talk about this afternoon. We always do. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. You can pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. You can follow me on Twitter at RealGen. Then, of course, send us a text on anything at any time. I promise we'll read it. We may use it on the air that's Real Mobile 77031, all powered by David Moss Chevrolet and David Moss Toyota. But on the phones, long distance toll free, one 978 1041 For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news in a few minutes. Yes, sir. We'll work off that. Jack is here. Hi. So is Pinkman. And Brad, the producer of all games on the Phillips File, is here as well. Just kind of hanging out and watch, watching what's going on. He's getting ready to. You going down to Bay Hill today? Going to Bay Hill today? Later today or tomorrow? Saturday he is going. Saturday, okay. Brad is a. uh, If Tiger makes a cut, big time golfer got a 17 handicap. Used to be down at seven. Oh, who doesn't? Oh, Uh, we will talk about Tiger in just a couple of minutes or so to determine whether I want to buy out of the bet with uh, Jack. (laughs) Son of a bitch! Four under par after the first round. Anyway, so. Go, Tiger. Oh, we got a breaking news story, Jim, out of Miami. Yeah, we're going to get to that. Okay. We'll get to it. A pedestrian bridge has collapsed on cars down at Florida International University in Miami. Mass casualties, according to various news sources. We'll gather a little bit more information. Newly constructed pedestrian. Yeah, I think it, it just went up Saturday. Oh, no. Yeah, it just opened. So. Pancake on some cars. Yeah. Uh, we'll get some more information before I'm we trying. just uh, yes, fly off the handle on that one because I want to settle this, and I have some bets for Mr. Pinkman as well. He owes you some money. So, of course, uh, Stephen Hawking, the great astrophysicist, physicist, has passed away. And uh, so we always consider your worth to the world by the uh, length of the obit yep. in the New York Times. So what do you think, Stephen Hawking, uh, born what? in 1942, dead? Mm. I uh, committed yesterday when you compared him to uh, Givenchy. 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 Whatever. (laughs) Uh, You got a full page, Daddy-O. And five pictures. 
A full page? Oh, I think... Givenchy, I mean. Yeah. Uber Givenchy. Stephen Hawking, I think we're doing cro- cover, picture up front, inside, minimum of full page, multiple photos. Multiple's kind of vague. I don't know. I don't know what, since when we started adding the number what of photos. multiple is? Like five? Multiple? Multiple. Three or more. Three or more. Okay. Yeah. I'd say three or more. Yeah, well, yeah. what's several? Wait, oh, that's three. Three. Okay, so four then. He's four. Multiple, multiple, multiple. You're going four photos? Four photos. Come on, counting, counting the one on front, yes. Four photos. I'm going to go six so, photos. So what are you saying? One and then three inside. One plus Correct. Three. And a full page. And what are you saying, Pinkman? Six photos, full page inside, and a cover thing. Okay, Mo, what do you think? I think it started on the front as well uh, with a little thumbnail picture. And then I think maybe a page and a half. All right, uh, Seed of the Explored Universe and Odd World uh, starts on the front page. The story starts on the front page. Is there a thumbnail? With a uh, photograph of Stephen Hawking, a relatively large uh, beginning oh, it's of decent. an open. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh-oh. You're welcome. And then we'll go check inside. Let me see where we are more here. Than a page. More than a page. Let's see. There's a... It continues. There's one on... Uncovered a cosmic mystery that confounds physicists to this day. Mm. Then another story, part of the obit, of course, a brief history of Hawking's times. Oh, yeah. And then it's got, that's a full page more, with, more, uh, more. I'd say, three photographs. Hot dog. Then it goes inside no. to page, full page A14, full page A15. Oh, yeah. Look out. So I'll we're talking it. one, You're welcome. two, I got three, <laughs> four, five, six. And there's a cartoon with The Simpsons. He was on three or four episodes. Yes, he was. And so it's just, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost the it's whole first page. page. I believe I it's said. It's almost the whole, whole newspaper. I said at least a page of multiple photos. I think I'm correct. I points. said more than a full page. And I, I said, said it yesterday. It. Extra early points. So there ah, you go. So I'm reading <laughs> about Stephen Hawking because <laughs> I'm such an expert in uh, astrophysics. And you are talking about the four fundamental forces of nature. Do you know what they are? The forces mm, of nature. The four fundamental forces of nature. No. Inertia. What you? What was the first one you said? Inertia. No. Dang it. Gravity. Forces of gravity nature. Gravity is one. Yes. Oh, oh there's one. Um, hmm. You're not going to oh, get this. Something that's in motion must stay in motion? No. That's the four inertia. fundamental <laughs> forces of nature. What are they? Can you, can you summarize them a bit? Yeah, I'll tell you what they are. I can't summarize what they mean. Oh, but okay, I can try. Say, it's gravity, gravity we electromagnetism, yes. then something called strong force, and then something called weak force. Those are the four I'm fundamental sorry. forces of nature. I don't understand Space anything. force is not part of that, huh? So there you go. There's something new every day <laughs> in this oh, program. Oh, you trumpster. It's a matter. You owe me some money, Pink. Oh, loser. For what? First, he owes him a dollar for the Democrat winning in Pennsylvania this week in the con- congressional race. That's yep. right. Thank you. Race. GOP Pinkman. Yep. Uh, you picked Geo Le- Pinkman. Geo Pinkman, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you owe another dollar for, oh, you have to be 21 years or older to buy a- any gun in Florida. One dollar. Jim said yes. Pinky said no. That'll never happen. So that was a dollar. Jim said you have to be that. 21 be or more, so that's two bucks. All right, I'll, I'll I'll make a couple of other bets and see. You know, you still owe me two dollars. I expect to have the two dollars by the end of the show. Okie dokie. Because I'll probably have to pay you two, if not more, as the weeks go by. But be that as it may, I got two more bets if you want to take it. I'll, go on. I'll, will the governor sign the daylight saving bill into law? Oh. Uh, we already yes, this Pinkman. already Say came yes. up, Say but yes. we couldn't decide on who was going to bet what yes, side. Pinkman. Will the governor? It doesn't make it a law. 
Just say yes. No. Oh, wrong move. No, I don't think he will either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, they I can't think, write no, it down. Though. I don't think he will. Right. You want to ch- You want to try to make a dollar by nope. saying yes? Yeah, fine. Oh, what? okay. I'll say no. Wait. What? Hickman. <laughs> you just. You are a chucklehead. You're a chucklehead. No, you said I'm really you didn't not. want the bet, and now you took the bet. Yeah. So the bet is Governor Scott will sign. You're and- saying he's going to sign it into law. I say it won't. We'll see about that. Second bet. Oh, uh, okay. You're writing it down, Mo. Yeah, I got it. Maybe someday you ought to just kind of type these out and print them out. No, uh, it's too much Go work. to the Stenotype Institute. Don't you know We used to keep track, bets of the Phillips Hall, on yeah. the website. Mm-hmm. Will Gina years. Haspel be confirmed as the new director of the CIA? Oh, the Ooh. waterboarding girl? Yeah. Yes. I'll say no. It's All a bet. Right, one dollar here. Okay, one dollar. Yes. There we go. Now the question is whether, because I texted Jack earlier today and said, Tiger's uh, one under par after three holes. And he texted back, would you like to buy out for 75 cents? The bet's because, a dollar. Well, we, and the bet is that Tiger would win a tournament this year. Right. This is a legitimate tournament. And this is very early in the season. And he is the favorite to win. He's the. I mean, we made this bet a couple of weeks ago yeah. when we were pretty unsure on what Tiger would be showing up in the past couple of weeks. It's like, oh, oh it's looks, that Tiger. Yeah, that Tiger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the bet is he will win a, any, or a legit golf tournament. Correct. Now, this is his home court advantage, certainly, right? Because this yeah. is his well, home. He's won it eight times. And he's, yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. And then we have a second bet that he'll finish top five in a In a top major. five. In yeah. a top five. Yeah, in a top five major. He's four under par after one round. I don't know. I don't know the rest of the field. I don't right. have anybody else's. Could, five under, will, six under, four under. I have I'll, no idea. See, that was at one under. Now at four under, I I could, like, raise the price. But I no, will, we're not doing that. I will go with my original offer and allow you to buy out of this bet for 75 cents. <laughs> Could, All right, let me think about you it. You hear for that a while. choking sound, Jim? Let me just think about it. That's going to be Tiger tomorrow or Saturday. Uh, the special counsel has issued subpoenas to the Trump business organization. This is the first time that Robert Mueller has done that. So this could be the beginning of a very, very uh, weird weekend because I would imagine who's fired you now? know who's going to really <laughs> get pissed off because this goes now to the heart of the Trump business organization. You know, the special counsel could have simply requested documents, uh, but they have, uh, u- they're using the forces of a subpoena, a court order, to say you must hand over. Uh, so we're going to see where that goes, and I would imagine you know who's not going to be very happy. Uh-oh. There goes his golf game. And uh, the only other thing uh, we'll make mention, let's see. Oh, yeah, and uh, Donald Trump is now proposing that the death penalty be, uh, death penalty be applied to certain drug dealers. What? Following, I guess, the lead of the leader slash dictator of the Philippines. Mm-hmm. So, yes, he thinks this will really, really solve the problem. You know, <laughs> this is just, you know. They said they have the death penalty, so he said we're going to have something similar. Exactly. So, you know, want to be real tough. And, you know, because if you start executing drug dealers, nobody else is going to take their place. You know what I'm saying? If anybody should know anything about a profit motive in the marketplace, it should be, you know, who, you know, the art of the dealer. So the always says. So we got all that kind of stuff. We're going to get some more information on this pedestrian walkway slash bridge collapse in Miami at Florida International University. And uh, Mo will have more information yes, on sir. that. 
Yes. Another bet for you. What? Will McCabe with the FBI get fired before his pension, before he's eligible for his oh, pension on Sunday? That is, that is low. Well, this is a, this guy's a coward anyway. I mean, he fires people by tweet. I mean, I should say, well, he's a five-time draft dodger. We didn't expect anything else. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Time for a check of the news. Here's Mo. Jim, the Florida Highway Patrol has indeed confirmed that there are multiple fatalities after cars were driving under and were crushed Mm. by a brand spanking new pedestrian bridge near Florida International University in Miami. The bridge wasn't even supposed to open until early next year. They built it to withstand hurricane force winds. (laughs) But for some reason... This whole thing fell down in the street on top of cars and smushed people. This walkway weighed 950 tons. I mean, not just a little bit. Boom! Smashed the cars. It was 174 feet long across the roadway. Would you like to get that call? No. No, no, no. How much did it cost? How, to- what was, a, was a car crash? Car crash. Or, what, what, what happened? I mean... No. A pedestrian bridge collapsed on your wife's car. Oof. No. This um, bridge cost, well, I have different reports here. One says $11.4 million. This one says $14 million to build and was part of a big grant. It cost more than $10 million. There's a good answer, yeah. And maybe less than 15 but we're not sure exactly how much. Right. Yep. Keep an eye on that one. I will. Yes, sir. TV I am news is all over it. that, of yeah, course, of CNN, course. all the rest. The accused Parkland, Florida high school shooter was formally arraigned under murder on murder charges yesterday, as you know. Mm-hmm. And he sat slumped over in his seat, staring at the floor, while his own attorney told the judge that he's... Remember this? He said, I'll plead guilty if you waive the death penalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- then they entered a not guilty plea mm-hmm. on his behalf. Um, but we... We have not gotten any kind of plea agreement at this time, but we do know this brand new surveillance video, new surveillance video taken outside of Douglas High School, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, during the shooting is now public. A portion of the video released today shows the school resource officer, now fired, Scott Peterson, standing outside of the school with his gun drawn, but not going in. The video also shows the officer, Peterson, alerting a school employee about the gunfire and radioing in information to law enforcement. His lawyer maintained his client didn't enter the building because he believed the gunmen were coming from outside. The video Mm. has indeed been edited. It did not contain any audio. Speaking of video, the Nor Salman jury got to see some video of the Pulse massacre a year and a half ago. They watched what I'll call graphic videos of the shooting, including footage of the shooter as he stalked the nightclub from room to room, spraying bullets every which way. Yeah. Um, and it also, you know, what did what was her reaction, you might ask? 
She's shielded her face from evidence of this rampage. Uh, they showed photos of his corpse. She hold, you know, held her head in her hands and, and shielded her eyes. There were bloody images all over the place, covered her face with her hand and shook her head and like, no, in this manner. You following this story? I am f- very much so. <clears throat> Are yes, you? Sir. Yes, sir, I am. I, I, I don't hourly. know for what a reason. It's just, you know, because we live through it all. And- yeah. It's very important to you know for me to keep track for some reason. I feel, I feel like I'm connected to the story because of when it happened and where it happened, and it feels like it's our, you know, our story. So I think they're going to, of course, present the case that their client is a little bit on pardon the term slow side. They did. They With said an she IQ had a of about slow 88. IQ. Yeah, she's a, they're painting. There was some place that Stephen bus. Hawking's IQ. They now believe it was 288. Is that even a number? I have no idea. I mean, I know it's a if number. You, I don't know if it's a boob on my I don't know. Or maybe yeah, someone was making a joke. What's the highest IQ? Brad, what's the highest oh, IQ? Yeah, that come on, Brad. Yeah, oh, Brad. He doesn't know. Look at him. He's, He's like, pointing at himself. Brad, what's the highest IQ? Have any any idea that you could be a range? recorded at? Well, mine is 163, but I don't, you know, I think there's like in the 180 range. Ooh, 180. Right. His is 163. Yeah, way dumber than Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Oh. Dubby. <laughs> Jeez, 163. Damn, he's so small. Get back in the corner. That's why these questions are Gotta so good. Got to have a better golf yeah. handicap with the 163. Oh, boy. Got an IQ of 163. Figure out the physics on, of the I think Mark Quinn, exactly. Mark Quinn is a 164. Oh, he beat you again. Wreck. <laughs> the U.S. Navy gym says two crew members have died after ejecting from their F-18 fighter jet. Before he crashed off the Florida Keys, uh, but they did not make it. Uh, rescuers recovered the bodies in the water off the Key, Key West. Um, the jet was attached to a fighter squadron based in Virginia Beach, Virginia. They were on a training mission. They are, of course, investigating that crash. Florida manatees, I did not realize, were in a critical spot. Yep. They had been, you know, replenishing their supply right they were they were breeding and they were the numbers were going up 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 for the last couple of years i thought oh good they're coming back from the brink of extinction but apparently a lot of it because of the work of the save the manatee club right in here in maitland, maitland yes they did great work that's true well now it turns out manatee counts while they have doubled in the last 20 years mm-hmm. these animals are dying by the hundreds every year last year it went up 13 percent. cold weather they think it's cold weather and an algae bloom Ugh. That has really screwed it up. Yeah, it's popped and, up again along the river. But here's the, the scary lagoon. sentence in the whole story. What? It says, manatees may join polar bears as one of the first iconic victims of extinction in the wild from climate change. That's no surprise. Anybody surprised by this? No, but I've been this yakking is about sad. this stuff for years. Eh, whatever, Super what sad. are you going to do? This is what made me sad. I don't sad. know what to do. Made me sad. Guess what? I don't think there's much we can do. I think we've uh, crossed the line. I, don't, I think we've... Uh, across a line of really no return. Yeah. So, you know, what do you do? Party, I don't like party. it. By the way, uh, it wouldn't hurt to kick in some bucks to the Save the Manatee Club. No, you can find them on the, in the, uh, on the web. I was going to, but you the said internet, there's nothing we say. can do. Mm-hmm. Well, I nothing mean. Nothing we can do. Well, you protect them as best you can until the end comes, I suppose. Oh, yeah. No, uh, we're in the, guess what? We're in the process of the uh, sixth mass extinction. The only difference between uh, this one and the other ones, they are all natural. This one we're causing, and we could do something about it, and we don't. Eh. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Back to the news. Here's Mo. We've got some birthday, uh, not birthdays, food days here. 
Uh, first mm-hmm. of all, I know you're not here for the Friday, so I'm going to give you the whole weekend shebang starting okay. today. <laughs> today is the 15th of March, Jim, 2018. Right? Today got? is gross. Right, we've got a couple of yash days and a couple of decent days. Okay. Today, a yash day. It's called Pears Helene. What's that? I didn't even know what that is. It's pears with a chocolate sauce and brandy. It's a dessert. Pears Helene. Sounds all right. I don't drink. Okay, yash. No can do. All right, fine. Tomorrow, Friday, the 16th of March, is artichoke hearts. I like artichoke yeah, hearts. Okay, yeah, but that's not, you know, like, oh, I wake up and what am I going to have? Artichoke hearts? That's, you can't build your yeah, day around they're that. They're good and good for you. They are good for you. True. Uh, what's an artichoke? What's the difference between an artichoke and an artichoke heart? The center of it. Well, I know it's the center, but I like the leaves. You dip them in butter, and then you yeah. scrape. That's good stuff. That's some good eat. That's is that that's like good. swamp cabbage? No, 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 no. There's no. an artichoke heart. This uh, no. Oh, that's no. hearts of palm. That's I always get confused with hearts of palm. And yeah, you're right. Okay, sorry. I, I just had a. I brain think fart it's against the law in the state of Florida to harvest hearts of palm. Hearts of palm are good eating though. That's a good time. Is that like poke salad? Yeah, that's true. That I've heard it called that too. No, Tom- it's not that. Tomorrow no, po- was artichoke. Poke hearts. salad is not hearts of palm. Poke. P o k e poke poke salad oh. like poke salad salad Annie. I don't. Know. I have no idea what those words mean in that order. I'm oh sorry. Oh my God! It's a poke salad Annie. Okay. It's a Cretans no. clear water. It says pears Helene here, not anything about Annie. Hello points. Okay, artichoke. Artichoke hearts tomorrow. Of course, what it would Saturday be? The seventeenth. So guess what? No duh. It's corned beef and cabbage day because it's St. Patrick's Day mm-hmm. on Saturday, and on Sunday. Can I just have a corned beef sandwich on rye? You could be difficult. Yes, you That's could good certainly stuff, do though. that. I'd rather have that than just corned beef and cabbage. That's a good dinner with potatoes. Those roasted potatoes, yeah, new potatoes. Sure. Okay. Uh, Yummalicious. Um, and finally, on Sunday, we round out the weekend on the eighteenth of March. With National Oatmeal Cookie Day. Yeah, like an oatmeal cookie. It doesn't yeah. say with or without raisins, just an oatmeal cookie plain. I'm just saying. Don't it says the mess. oatmeal cookie plain or oatmeal cookie? Uh, oatmeal cookie. But I bet you there's probably another day that says oatmeal cookie with raisin day. I thought an oatmeal cookie... Has raisins yeah, always? I think so. I don't know. Yeah, Does do. it have nuts too? Sometimes I've heard Adam with nuts, walnuts or something. What? Oatmeal cookie? Oatmeal cookie with, with nuts. nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What right. else you got on there? Sprinkles and marshmallows? And no. I don't, th- I don't no. think I've ever had an oatmeal cookie with nuts. I have nuts sometimes, yeah. It depends on recipe. The special counsel, Robert Mueller, has subpoenaed the Trump organization to turn over documents uh, about President Trump's business. Oh, he's not happy. This is the first time he's asked about your, his business dealings, <laughs> which brings the investigation just that much closer to the president. <laughs> now, why he didn't just ask for it, why he had to subpoena the info is unclear. Yeah, because he probably figured they wouldn't turn it over. Yeah. Hi, can we please have some documents? On your business? Uh, nope. Uh, it turns out now that this will pretty much guarantee, Jim, that the investigation will go on for at least several more months down the road. So I know the president really, his lawyer said, oh, don't worry, sir. It will be over by Thanksgiving. Don't worry, sir. It'll be over by the new year. Don't worry. Now it's already March and this request and subpoena for business information pretty much guarantees it'll run at least through the summer so you know who is not a happy camper you know what he's also not happy about is all of this publicity about adult film star stormy daniels Oh, this is the best soap opera. Everything, it's whether juicy, it's Mueller, right? Stormy juicy. Daniels, everything, yeah. everything, it's super everything. Juicy. I agree. I mean, if you're looking for a good show, mm-hmm. this is the best thing running. Yep. Uh, it turns out now that Stormy is asking for help in her legal battle against the Trumpster. She, 
She's uh, started this crowdsourcing or crowdfunding campaign through Crowd Justice. And she's because she has to defend herself, number one, but sue, she is suing yeah. Trump for the ability to speak publicly about what she claims was an intimate relationship. Well, people we know, they theorize that whatever, even if she violated an agreement, and the Trump organization, you know, or Trump yeah. sued her for a million or two million, there'd be somebody who said, don't worry about it. We'll give you three. We got you covered. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering whether anybody's back there, you know, a Mark Cuban type, some zillionaire who says, I really want to get at this guy because I can't stand him. So don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have the money to pay the lawyers uh-huh. to sue Trump. So she's got a crowdsourcing thing. So Poor if you want to go go dance on stage and do yeah i know shake her butt around in order to raise money for her legal fees she's a professional dancer jim just leave her alone i don't know if she's a professional dancer she gets paid to dance that's a professional Mm. no she gets paid to dance without her clothes on i've got that's a professional i don't think she dances without her clothes on i think off her clothes i don't know she might get down to her skivvies (laughs) all righty then no she's a she's a she's a porn actress she's not a Per se, a pole well, she, dancer. She did a no. I know that. But you can be she, a porn actress and be a lousy dancer. That's true. She did a um, couple of personal appearances um, at Miami strip clubs, and I don't know if she did any performance there or if she just was I there think she signing. Did. I think she was on stage, so. but I think she is just cavorting, swinging about. it around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the The president of the United States, Jim, has put out a plan or is putting in, uh, finishing touches on a plan, calling for the death penalty. For those who deal and traffic in opioids. Okay, good. It could good, be released as early him. as Monday, so hold on to your hats for that. Uh, he thought it was an excellent idea when he went to Singapore because that president over there said, we have no problem with drugs. We have a different, you know, a rule on this. And he said, well, what are you doing? And he said, we have a zero tolerance policy. And Trump said, what does that mean? And he says, if we catch a drug dealer, this is in Singapore now, if they catch a drug dealer over there, he said, death penalty. Yeah, and so guess now, what? Trump, also in Singapore, if you're in Singapore and you spit, spit your gun down on the sidewalk, they'll give you 25 lashes. Uh, I'm not kidding. Oh, boy. Yeah, you won't find, yeah, because that's the penalty. You spit on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. They'll throw you They'll throw you in the clink mm-hmm. and lash a few times. Smack you You want to be like Singapore? Not so much. No, thank you. You want to be like Singapore? Move to Singapore. That's true. Um, and... Uh, Wrapping up our Trump block. Well, that's here. what they do in Saudi Arabia. You get uh, caught stealing something, they they chop off your arms. Your you want to live on. like that? Move no. to Saudi Arabia, then. Be my guest. Uh, a couple of more stories to round out the Trump segment here. Because you got to live block. with the rest of that crap over there. No, that's true. The president now is finally acknowledging Russia's involvement in the poisoning of an ex-spy and his daughter in Great Britain. The Great Britain, France, and Germany, and now the U.S. have released a statement condemning the attack. Um, Trump called it sad. That was his response. British officials said the two were poisoned by a military-grade nerve agent developed in Russia. Uh, Now, what the sanctions are is unclear. Britain is throwing them all out. Um, All of their diplomats out. Uh, We'll see what the uh, U.S. response is. And the final story in the Trump block. People do understand. I mean, do people understand that this is essentially, this is a war just not being done with military vehicles. It's not being done with armies and tanks and rockets and machine guns. Yeah. But this is uh, essentially another way of destabilizing uh, democracies. Mm-hmm. And people say, I don't know. <laughs> mm. It's not the same. As yeah. a matter of fact, it's uh, less expensive and they may be doing a better job. The final story in our Trump block, Jim, is First Lady Melania Trump. Let's move over there to kinder and gentler Melania. 
Xi is meeting with major tech companies to discuss how to combat cyberbullying oh, next her. week. Uh, this they, They're bringing in leaders from all the biggies, Facebook and Google and Amazon and Twitter and Snapchat as part of her effort to address issues about cyberbullying. Um, she has previously expressed concern over the negative social media interactions, uh, especially on children, of course, and, and uh, what kids are exposed to online. It does seem a, just a skosh bit hypocritical, or maybe there's a dichotomy there because she is married to the biggest cyber bully ever. Well, I don't know if he's the biggest cyber bully Well, he'd ever. say bigger. He's bigly, Jim. He does it bigly. She's Rick. doing her own thing. Yeah, okay. The man she sleeps with. The man she sleeps with. Think they sleep in the same bed? No. 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 You don't? Think they sleep in the same bedroom? No. Yes, they have a presidential bedroom. You don't think they have another bedroom up there? In in the private quarters? They probably have plenty of private bedrooms, but you don't think they sleep in the same room? No. I do. I don't. I'd like to think they did. I don't nearly know. I don't. I don't get the idea that they're. That's the marriage they have. No. No, I don't. Oh. Maybe they do it the old timey way, where they each have their own sleeping quarters. You mean like Lucy and Ricky on I Love uh, Lucy? They no, have two beds like in, in the, the same room. Biltmore Estate. Hello. Maybe he snores. Uh, he says, "You know, I, I love you to death, baby, but uh, you snore, so I'm yeah. gonna, you know, well, I'm get be a in the CPAP machine or whatever you need. I he don't doesn't know. like that. He tried the mouthpiece that adjusts your jaw, yeah. and it wasn't for <laughs> right. him. I know. Uh, March Madness is starting. Really? Anybody want to see him naked running around in his Golly, bathrobe? No. She's a different story, of course. <laughs> okay. Today started March Madness, Jim. The NCAA tournament began today at 1230. Now, it is costing. No wonder nobody's here today. It's costing employers uh, billions <laughs> of dollars. I'm glad you mentioned that. Job placement centers now say yeah. they estimate 51 million office employees join office pools, first of all, during the NCAA tournament. Yep. Employers will lose $4 billion in revenue with the loss of productivity because of this March Madness thing. But they now say that companies ought to embrace the NCAA tournament because attempts to suppress it result in low morale and longer-term losses. We'll wait until they get down to the Sweet 16 before we get involved. I have sure. never cared at this stage of the game. It's too sure? early. Yeah, no, totally. it's next week, then, I, it, then right. it's... Yeah, I agree. It's too many teams I've, you know... Never heard I'm of. Like, can't oh, keep track of them. That's a school? Yeah, yeah. Xavier? Mm. I think Florida plays tonight. They do. 9 o'clock, 9.30, yeah. something like that. They'll win, and then they'll go into that second round. Mm, I don't know about that. The former, <laughs> the presi- the former president of... Gainesville. <laughs> the former president of ESPN and co-chairman of the Disney Media Networks was forced to resign. His name's John Skipper. Because he was being extorted by his cocaine dealer. Uh, who hasn't? <laughs> he said he was resigning because he was struggling with substance addiction for many years and decided now's the time to take care of all that. But in an interview, John Skipper admits someone he bought cocaine from attempted to extort him. He goes on to say he felt threatened and then said, it turned out I wasn't careful this time. And the uh, CEO of Walt Disney World, wow. uh, Walt Disney, the whole company, CEO Bob Iger, said... You better resign once he told him about his situation and being extorted by his cocaine provider. I'll grab you, that stuff. What? It'll grab you. It'll get a hold of you. Oh. Well, yeah. You get to like that. Well, that seems to be the case. Yeah, if you have an addiction, that is, you're going to, like, some people would sniff the carpet to get up little morsels of cocaine. That's what I heard. I'm one of them. I heard that. Uh, Yeah. Um, Stick your tongue in that little glassine envelope. Oh, boy. Really? Yes. Mm. 
That does seem a bit desperate, but I understand that. Okay. Right. You want to get high. Harper Lee wrote, uh, To Kill a Mockingbird Hurts. Yeah, Fritz uh, on the Street. I'll take it. Then you then you uh, take it apart at the seam so you could get your tongue all the way over all the way that around. Plastic. Oh, my. First God. the tongue went in there to see what you could get at, and then you break it open and. Yeah. Look at it like it was a drip of jelly off a jar. <laughs> but funny. It's kind of funny. I mean, oh. Mm. Oh, it is kind of funny. Mm. You don't have to laugh. Okay. Stop it, Pink. I will stop laughing. Harper Lee's estate, Jim, is suing the producers of a highly anticipated Broadway adaptation of To Kill a Mockingbird. The lawsuit says that Harper Lee, the late author's attorney, filed it earlier this week. It accuses Aaron Sorkin's script of substantially altering the spirit of the Pulitzer Prize-winning 1960 novel. How? A clause in the contract authorizing the adaptation requires the play not to alter any of the story's characters. They didn't shoot the dog? Boy, spoiler alert. Uh, The suit argues the script alters several characters, including the central ones, Atticus Finch and Tom Robinson, the black man Finch defends against the rape charge and all that. Did they make him not a racist in this one? I don't know. Robert Duvall in this one? No. The producer, well, I don't know. The producer, Scott Rudin, told the New York Times he won't present a play that feels like it was written in the year 1960 because of its racial politics. Think Bill and Hillary slept in the same bed? Yes. No, 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 totally. No. no, yes, I do. I think Jimmy Carter and Rosalind did. I think George Bush and, and his wife did. I think they yes. did. Too. Which Bush? He Barbara? Used... No, the first George Bush? W. Oh, w. yeah, I think so. He, he and Laura her... slept. Yeah, he used to bring her coffee in the Bill morning. Bill and Hillary? Oh. No sweet. way. No Definitely, way. yes. No. Yep. No. Uh-uh. I agree. No. no. They were probably like in House of Cards where they don't even look at each other. Oh, a power the couple. They don't sleep together. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like they have bedrooms across the hall. Like in, yeah, in that Kevin yeah, Spacey exactly, show. Yeah. yeah, someone texted that. House of Cards. Trump right. and Melania, Donald and Melania have separate bedrooms, and the, the first president since Kennedy and his wife to have separate bedrooms. Oh, John and Jackie didn't sleep together either? No, he was no, busy checking oh, up with everybody else. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Hello. Okay, fine. Uh, more information coming in, by the way, about that Miami bridge collapse. And? Um, well, they still don't have a number, but the Florida Highway Patrol confirmed the fatalities. After the vehicles were crushed by the span, this thing wasn't even supposed to open for nine months. They they just put it up on Saturday, Jim. And according to Lester Holt, it was designed to withstand hurricane force winds, which is shocking. God and works in mysterious ways. What so it wasn't now, complete. No, it, they completed it. They put it up on Saturday. Yeah. So I mean, there was still much to go. You know, it wasn't officially so open supports and stuff. So it wasn't yeah. ready for use. Right. And it wasn't being used. It just collapsed on the traffic below. Hey, John, be sure to uh, lock down those bolts before you leave for the day. Got that, boss. Okay, back back to the card game, shooting dice, whatever they're doing. You know, a day later. Oh, my God, I forgot to lock down the bolts. Got to fill out my bracket. (laughs) Oh, I hope that's not the story. Jim, the bridge is built across seven lanes of Tamiami Trail, Calle Ocho. You know where Florida, FIU is right there on 8th, Mm -hmm. right? So it connected FIU over here. On the other side, it connected it to a neighborhood called Sweetwater where much, many of the students live. Mm. So it went across seven lanes of traffic and <laughs> right down on them. Not good. Nope. Jeez. So, yeah, stuff's coming in all the time. We don't have names, certainly. We don't have numbers, even. Uh, they're still rescuing or trying to rescue effort, gathering information, this and that. And they're trying to secure whatever else is up there. You know, there's still parts leaning, hanging by precariously over the road. 
Uh, one woman said that uh, Susie Bermudez says she was three seconds away from being under that bridge. She looked forward, all of a sudden saw this thing come down. It started from the left side of the road, and boom. Can you imagine just shooting right under that, and you no. look at your rearview mirror, bam. Oof. She, her first eye account. For, of course. First person account, Jim, is that. I thought you wouldn't. You said you wouldn't stop. No, I, I'm not sure I could v- render aid, but I would certainly stop. Well, what good does that do? Then you're just getting in the what way. What am I going to do? Way- pick up the highway? What am I going to do? I can't get to anybody. Well, why are you stopping then? I'm going to stop because I am an eyewitness account. Oh, you just want to get on TV. That's what I want. I want Lester Holt to interview me. You could try to help people. I couldn't get to them, Pinkman. They're under There's got to be one that's like halfway You don't know until you go there and and try and help. Oh, boy. Shame on you. The lady who saw it happen. You know what she'd stop for? Uh, A a Brinks truck overturned with money flying out. Kind of with that, yeah. (laughs) There's probably seven or eight cars she reports under the bridge, so she is, of course, most most grateful to be alive. And finally, a San Francisco-based cannabis business, Jim, is getting Academy Award attention. (laughs) You know those swag bags they give? They put in thousands of dollars worth of high-tech stuff and perfume and all kinds of high-fashion junk. Well, it turns out also in that bag, they put in something called Humboldt and Mendocino County marijuana products from distributor Flocana. They included Premier Artisan Pot either in a small jar and some pre-rolled joints, along with a shirt emblazoned with the words, Choose Sustainable. This was the first time marijuana was in the Oscar swag bags since recreational use was legalized in November of 2016 and commercial sales were legalized at the start of this year. We want to wish a happy, happy birthday. Are you ready for birthdays, Pop? Uh, yeah, I'm responding to I am. Are you? No, I can, I can oh. multitask. You're going to respond right. to my text? Throw it out there. Come on, throw it out mm-hmm. there. Happy, happy birthday. Not bir- yet. Okay. <laughs> happy, Thinking happy about it? Happy birthday today. Happy, happy birthday! There you go, Mom. Fabio. Oh, your favorite. 67. Oh, please. Pinkman? Uh, 65. Brad, get to play. Sure. sure. All right, Brad. He Bob, knows nice. Bobby. 62. 67, 65. 66. Uh, Brad gets it. He's 59. Oh, Brad oh, doesn't right. know anything. Is, come on. Stupid Brad. Points Jeez. for Brad. Go yeah, play some golf. Look at, golf. Yeah, look at that. Oh, stop it. Well, okay, gets... Brad, you go first this time. Bing. <laughs> uh, happy, happy birthday today to Brett Michaels. Happy, happy birthday. Brett Michaels is now... Fifty-four. Huh. Ooh, I was going to say wishes. <laughs> I'm not going uh, okay. next. Oh, I think you're uh, next. Fifty-six. Nope, that's not it. Don't say fifty-six. <laughs> What's Bradshaw want to do? I'm going to uh, go in between. It depends on where you go, though. Well, I was going to go in between. Well, then, then you go in between. No, I'm going fifty-three. Double yes. nickel, fifty-five. On the dot, Jackie. Right here. <laughs> A chance, boxer. What are you thinking? They have a chance. They set it up for you to get a point. Happy birthday! Uh, Did you do Kapuya? I never heard Kapuya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old double nickel, double nickel Kapuya, right there. Came through for me. Uh huh. Okay, Jackson, you're first. Then yes, ma'am. Eva Longoria. That Eva Longoria. I'm gonna go forty-nine. Ooh, Brad. Somebody. Yeah. Brad says forty-six. Jim says 43. On the dot. And that's the Lottie Dodge. Just call me Moira. All right, Mo, we'll try to get some more information on this ongoing story in Miami with this pedestrian bridge collapse that has taken some lives. We don't know how many. 
We'll try to bring you up to date on that as well. Right around the corner, bonus round of closest to the pin. We'll open up the lines. Choose one of you at random to play against Pinkman. If you win, good fortune for the rest of your life. If you lose, <laughs> bad luck for 24 hours. Next on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away. On Real Radio 104.1. From the... And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Oh, beware the Ides of March. It's time for that bonus. Bonus round of closest to the pin. Scott's on the line to play against Pinkman in this bonus round. If Scott wins, he will have good fortune for the rest of his life. That comes with a You Matter business card. If Scott loses, oh, beware the odds of March. Bad luck for 24 hours. Mr. Pinkman, if you'll head to the soundproof booth, we'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to determine your handicap for this bonus round. Odds of March. What a great idea for a closest to the pin category. What? Where's Mark Quinn when you need him? So there you go. Ides, I believe it's Latin for middle, but just your, saying. Your leprechaun name, Jim, would be uh, Goldie McFeverish. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> Scott, you ready to play? Yes, sir. All right, Scott, I have 10 questions for you. They're connected in some form or fashion. Don't worry about that unless you want to. Let's have a countdown for Scott and keep time, please. Absolutely. Here we go in three, two, one, begin. Scott Larry Kudlow is being named President Trump's chief economic advisor, but the movie Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector was released in what year? Uh, 2003. Larry the Cable Guy is an actor-comedian portrayed by Daniel Whitney. How old is Whitney? Uh, 49. Whitney was born in Nebraska. What's the population of Nebraska? 35,000. What? Do that again? How much? 35,000. Mount Whitney is the highest point in California at how many feet? I'm sorry. Mount Whitney is the highest point in California at how many feet? 865. Singer Whitney Houston died in what year? Uh, 95. Houston, we have a problem, was a line from the movie Apollo 13 that was released in what year? Uh, 1966. Actor Ed Harris was in that movie. How old is Harris? 48. All right, okay, hold on. Okay, okay. seriously? I mean, seriously, I mean, dude, you're, you're so far off base, you're just going to lose. There's hey, no chance of you winning. How about, it's absolutely impossible. How about asking um, Brad the category? Brad could play. Brad... We're offering you an invitation to yes. take he on Pinkman. He didn't Pinkman. write this category, right? No, he did not. Jim no, no, wrote this. No, I wrote oh, it. Brad that. never gets to play. This I is know. a great honor. That's Sorry, true. buddy. I'm going to let you go. You yeah. just uh, weren't getting the job done. All right, we'll do yeah, it. You weren't. Brad, you want to do it or not? Go on. So <laughs> the, the caller, actually, you do him a favor because he's going to avoid the bad luck now, That's right? That's true. Yes. Okay, lucky. No bad see, luck. You did mm. actually did the caller a favor. All right, we're going to set the. we're going to set this again. And uh, because it's Brad, is there a handicap or not for Pinkman? No, no, because he already heard the questions. I wasn't listening. In oh, come three, on. Sorry. Two, one, go. 
Brad, yes. Larry Kudlow's being named President Trump's chief economic advisor, but the movie Larry the Cable Guy, Health Inspector, was released in what year? 2004. Larry the Cable Guy is an actor-comedian portrayed by Daniel Whitney. How old is Whitney? He is 54. Whitney was born in Nebraska. What's the population of Nebraska? Six million. Mount Whitney is the highest point in California at how many feet? 12,500. Singer Whitney Houston died in what year? Ooh, uh, 2010. Houston, we have a problem, was a line from the movie Apollo 13 mm. that was released in what year? 1999. Actor Ed Harris was in that movie. How old is Harris? He is now 72. Harris played astronaut John Glenn in the movie The Right Stuff. Glenn was the first American astronaut to orbit the Earth. What year was that? 63. Glenn Fry was a founding member of the band The Eagles. He died in 2016. At what age? He was 52. Get it within 15, you went outright. If Glenn Fry was a crow in Detroit where he was born, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Dearborn, Michigan? 48. Time. All right, there you go. All right, bring in Pinkman. Here comes Pinkman. Pinkman. We're going to explain this to him. No, no, you don't. That's the beauty. Don't say a thing. It'll be better right. that way. Okay. Hurry up. Roll your dice. Oh, shh, slow down. Okay. Sorry. He's got his headphones on. Mr. Payman, we're going to set your handicap. We had to let the uh, first caller go. He just really stunk up his storm. I just couldn't oh. take it. I'm sorry. If you'll roll the dice, uh, we set your handicap at 18, but whatever number you roll in mm-hmm. a few seconds, we will take off the number 18. That will be your handicap for today. A five. All right, there you go. Thirteen seconds, right? Yep. Yeah. Got ten questions for you. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. In three, two, one, begin. Pinky Larry Kudlow is being named President Trump's chief economic advisor, but the movie Larry the Cable Guy, Health Inspector, was released in what year? 2004. Larry the Cable Guy is an actor-comedian portrayed by Daniel Whitney. How old is Whitney? Uh, 52. Whitney was born in Nebraska. What's the population of Nebraska? Seven million. Mount Whitney is the highest point in California at how many feet? Uh, 2,500. Singer Whitney Houston died in what year? That was 2011. Houston, we have a problem. A line from the movie Apollo 13 that was released in what year? Uh, 1996. Actor Ed Harris was in that movie. How old is Harris? He is 73. Harris played astronaut John Glenn in the movie The Right Stuff. Glenn was the first American astronaut to orbit the Earth. What year was that? 1962. Glenn Fry was a founding member of the band The Eagles. He died in 2016. At what age? Uh, 67. Get it within 15. You went outright. If Glenn Fry was a crow in Detroit where he was born, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Dearborn, Michigan? Uh, 113. Time. Oh, boy. Whoa. Let's score the game. All right. Do we have a hand? Well, are we honor, honoring the handicap or not? I thought we weren't. It's up to you, really. No, because uh, we had to get rid of the caller. Cha- so God you're bless up, you, Mo. You're up against Brad. It changes the oh, game. Oh, Brad. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Uh, Larry mm. the Cable Guy, health inspector, released in what year Brad said? They both said 2004, Jim. 2006. Okay, oh. they both start <laughs> off strong with a point. Larry the Cable Guy, uh, portrayed by Daniel Whitney. How old is Whitney, Brad said? 
Uh, 54. Pinkman. 52. 55. He's 55. Oh, Brad gets yeah. that. Whitney was born in Nebraska. What's the population of Nebraska, Brad said? Six million. And Pinkman. He went up one million. Seven million. It's Nebraska, guys. It's 1.9 million. Oh, Brad gets that. Yeah. Nobody, nobody lives there. Oh, Kick boy. In your butt. Mount Whitney, the highest point in California at how many feet, Brad said? 12,500 feet. Pinkman. 2,500 14,505. Brad Ooh. is taken away with this. So here, Whitney Houston died in what year, Brad said? 2010. Pinkman. 2011. 2012. There, Pinky's uh-huh. back. Take that, Brad. Houston, we have a problem. A line from the movie Apollo 13 released in what year, Brad said? 99. Pinkman. 96. 95. Oh, Pinky's uh-huh. coming back Take strong. That. Four to go. Yeah. Ed Harris in that movie. How old is Harris, Brad said? Uh, 72. Pinkman. One upped him, 73. 67. <laughs> Ooh, oh, wrong it. way, Pinkman. <laughs> Three to go. Yeah. Harris played astronaut John Glenn in The Right Stuff. Uh, Glenn, first American astronaut to orbit the Earth. What year was that? Brad said. 63. Pinkman. 62. Right on the money, 1962. Oh, yeah. Pinkman, you're coming Take back that, Tie game. Oh, Two to it. go. Yep. Glenn Fry, a founding member of the band The Eagles, he died in what at what age? He died in 2016 at what age? Brad said. 52. Pinkman. 67. Right on the money. 67. No way. Oh, yeah. Oh, Pinky has win. seven and what? Yeah, he can. Sure he can. He can win with oh, the crow question. The crow. It's up to the crow. Get it within 15, you went outright. Oh, boy. If Glenn Fry was a crow in Detroit where he was born, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Dearborn, Michigan? Brad said. 48 miles. Pinkman oh. said. 113. Nope. Glenn Fry would have to fly a total of, from Detroit to Dearborn, a total of nine miles. Nine. Oh. Oh. Well, Brad gets it, but unfortunately not enough. And Pinkman wins the game. Take good game. Brad. Thank you. Oof. Don't worry about it, Brad. No bad luck for you. That's no, you're good. what I have ruled, and I am in charge. <laughs> hey, it's a good thing you didn't win. You never would have got the card anyway. Thanks for playing that bonus round of closest to the pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. Pin, 163 IQ, my ass. Ah. I thought he said it was 168. No, 163. Yeah, sure. What did he say? He said it was when I came in. Yeah, now he's so (laughs) dumb because he's with us. Yeah, oh, anytime it's you appear on this breath. program, your, your IQ drops. <laughs> no question about that. <laughs> it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound, the thrill of victory. The policeman isn't there to create disorder. And the agony of defeat. The policeman is there to preserve disorder. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. It's a busy, busy day on the Phillips file. Pat Clark right around the corner. Let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. Thank you very much, Jim. We start with the Russians, the Brits, and the U.S. government. Because, uh, you know, Theresa May, uh, leader of our friends over there across the pond in Great Britain, has said it's highly likely Russia was behind this assassination attempt on a former spy, which also uh, not only put him in critical condition, but his daughter as well with a nerve agent that they created. And, uh, you know, we were waiting to see how the White House would respond to our ally going through this attack right. on on their soil, and because with our history with Russia 
and a lack of uh, you know, interaction in the past when it comes to their shenanigans. It was uh, people were waiting to see how the White House responded. However, the strongest words of condemnation seem to come from U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Nikki Haley on behalf of this administration. Let me make one thing clear from the very beginning. The United States stands in absolute solidarity with Great Britain. She's an up-and-comer. She is, and yeah. I was thinking this was definitely uh, politically a good move for her. She yeah. was the uh, governor of South Carolina. She got the woo. She moved into this position, definitely raised her profile, give her international experience. Yeah. I think we're going to be seeing a lot of her. I you, do, too. In case you forget, she's from California, uh, from South Carolina. She always wears that pendant with the palm tree and the moon next to it. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, on the flag, right? I think South so, Carolina. yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, here she is again. Ours is truly a special relationship. When our friends in Great Britain face a challenge, the United States will always be there for them. Always. Too bad, too bad the president can't say anything. No. Yeah, he doesn't. Does well, he, he. sent Sarah Do you Huckabee know where Great Britain is? Maybe he doesn't okay. know where it is. <laughs> I don't think he ever says anything bad about the Russians. That's his... He gets stuck in his throat. He just can't get it out of there. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they meddle, but so were others and uh, you know other individuals as right. well. Every time he wants to say something bad, he thinks about that dossier. Oh, boy. What's in that dossier? He might. What was happening in that hotel? Uh-huh. Member states ah. say they oppose the use of chemical weapons under any circumstance. Now one member stands accused of using chemical weapons on the sovereign soil of another member. Yeah. What you going to do about it, folks? Exactly. There you go. So you got Russia committing murder on uh, on an ally, a NATO ally of the United States. What are you gonna do about it? Mm. Nothing. The news. He's Jim, not gonna do anything. No. The news. It's it's depressing. Sometimes you want to escape from the news. How do you escape from the news when you wanna? I watch. Is it on uh, TV? I watch. Uh, uh, what was that? Damn it! What's that show on? Uh, what? What? Uh, that uh, Lester Holt has. Dateline. Dateline. I love Dateline. I watched an episode last night. It was a good one too. It was a Florida one. Now, oh my! Now that you could say that's an, es- an escape from the news. However, those are usually dark as well. Uh, as far as it's usually about true murder oh, and crime. Yeah, yeah, but you're waiting to. Yeah, it is. But it happened, and then you're waiting to see the guilty party get their comeuppance or whatever you call yeah. it. Don't you want to ever escape with fictional programming? For instance, like I, anything well, on Netflix, a guilty pleasure. What is a guilty yeah. pleasure that gets your mind off? Of you the watch news? Netflix, right? Yeah, I do. But uh, there's nothing as a guilty pleasure. Dateline is my guilty pleasure. Well, Jim, now coming to Netflix, news. What they're news talking? Flicks. They're talking about having really? a news program on Netflix, and you know who's none too pleased about it? Who? Yeah, Seth Meyers. Why? Uh, Netflix is reportedly in the early stages of developing a news show, and let me be the first to say, no! (laughs) Netflix is where I go to get away from the news. It's my oasis, my safe haven. News on Netflix would be like finding a dead rat in your jacuzzi. I just want to go there, watch two and a half episodes of some weird Danish detective show, and fall asleep. It's always a. There's a lot of a next Netflix original programming. Oh, Frankie and Grace, Grace and Frankie. Haven't seen it. Yeah, haven't seen yeah, it. It's, it's you know it's just cute, right? I'm using. Yeah. There's another one that's. Is it called Dark? Is that it? Pinky? Dark. 
Dark. Have you dark. seen that? The Why don't you watch Dateline if you want to see something dark? No, no, it's called Dark. I think oh, it's about kids okay. and doing. I don't know. What? Uh, I think it's called Dark. Uh, it's a German thriller series that's thank, on Netflix. Thank you. Miami Hair. Is sorry. it in German? Subtitles? I don't know. I don't think so. It's always no. near the top. It's like because you watch yeah, yeah, yeah. one of those, and it that one yeah, comes up a right. lot. Um. Anyway, so. Sometimes the news can provide humor, mm-hmm. right? When they do, we usually isolate those moments because they're usually unintended. Just like when this Fox 13 broadcast where the anchor tried to say Fitbit Uh-oh. and Uh-oh. failed. What'd she come up with? Twice. Uh-oh. But the Versa also offers a fit bitch coat. Oh. Ah, oops. <laughs> been there. We've all fit been there. Bitch. I mean, again, I said it again. Oh, my gosh. Fit Fitbit coach. <laughs> you got it. You knew what you meant. Okay, sorry. Fitbit coach. Well, it happens it's Fitbit. Anybody in this business, it's happened. Yeah, no kidding. Um, however, we uh, that gives us our latest installment of Best TV News Bloopers. <laughs> so we posted that oh, video okay. up at realradio.fm. Click on the Phillips file and you can... See that. What do you got, Mo? Uh, Miami Herald's reporting at least six people dead, eight Ooh. cars crushed, five more people being treated at Miami at the hospitals. It's the collapse of that pedestrian yes, bridge yes, that yes, just sorry. opened, by the way, down in Miami well, at FIU. Yep. Was it open? It was put up Saturday. Was it open? It was not open. No. So, it, was, so no. it wasn't open to the public. I, immediately, I was thinking there were pedestrians on the bridge and collapsed. However, this is an unfinished bridge that collapsed on the traffic below, causing yep. those fatalities and injuries. Oof. Okay. Right. Uh, moving on, on the telly, still, Sean Hayes, remember Sean Hayes? Yeah. Was on Will and Grace. Right. right. Many different shows have been uh, given credit for... He's the gay one, right? He is the gay... <laughs> he's a gay actor <laughs> portraying a gay character on Will and Grace. You yeah. are correct. What? He is the gay one. Um, it is one of the shows Will and Grace credited with making great strides in right. the acceptance of of uh, uh, gay people in our society and their plight and giving them equal treatment. Is he crediting as, the Phillips file? He is not. He is crediting sure. Will and Grace. Oh. He is doing it on the Ellen show, and Ellen does not let that go unnoticed because, really, it was her sitcom way before Will and Grace that ha- took a big leap, as we had earlier in yeah. the audio file a couple of days ago. Uh, this show well be- way before Ellen. Yeah, your show. Yeah, so thank you. Well, you maybe you could get part of their battle of the gays. However, oh. <laughs> here is is that a thing? It is here. Hello, Frisco. Sean Hayes and Ellen. Will and Grace. This is the show that I've been on. That's right. How how long now? <laughs> Longer than fifteen. Uh, yeah. How long was it the first time around before y'all got canceled? <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. I think it was longer than your sitcom. Uh, yeah, that's right. I had to come out first for y'all to do that sitcom. Go ahead. That's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the battle of the gays up here. Yeah. They're kind of bitchy. <laughs> oh boy. They were laughing, but yeah, it's, it's like funny, but it's kind of a jab, 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 jab. Yeah, we were way ahead of both of them. Thank you. Well, see, you don't let that opportunity pass without pointing that no, out. No, and I, I point it out because nobody else does. I have to point it out for myself. Well, I think she felt the same way. It's like, oh yeah, you know, she okay. kind of sorry. Uh, she kicked down a few doors as well. I did my thing. You did your thing. You did your thing. Um. So let's see. I have. Oh, let's finish with some audio for you. Pick A or B. 
B. What? Netflix is. Oh, no, no, no. That's not B. This is B. Let's talk about Rex, baby. Let's talk about his doing terribly. And let's talk about a lot of good things and plenty of bad things. It wasn't done properly. So let's talk about Rex and move on to the next, okay? That's the way life is. So I don't know. That was B. If you chose A, this is oh. what you would have had. Uh-huh. Oh. Dogs howling along with a kid playing an accordion. Oh, I like that sounds like. Which do you like better? Jesus, take some lessons. Is it a Cordian or harmonica? Let's talk about Rex, baby. Let's talk about his doing terribly. And let's talk about a lot of good things and plenty of bad things. It wasn't done properly. So let's talk about Rex and move on to the next, okay? That's the way life is. And that's the audio file for today. You can catch a TV blooper video at realradio.fm. Click on the Phillips file. We'll uh, get our breath, and uh, when we come back, we're going to talk some sports with Pat Clark, who handles sports over at Channel 2. He's down at Bay Hill. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A Russian woman gave birth in the Red Sea. She's lucky that Moses didn't part it while she was in there. It could have ended very badly. Next, a man rigged his car to play Africa by Toto when his keys are in the ignition. I left the keys in my ignition. Gonna take the time to drive the cars we never had. Finally, a drag queen dressed as Elsa helped Boston police push their car out of the show. Ah yes so they are I was and then this princess comes up and says let it go and then pushes the CAH out of DHS no it was absolute chowder. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. End transmission. City travels to Yankee Stadium to take on the New York City FC this Saturday. Coverage begins at 3 p.m. on FM 96.9 The Game, AM 740, and iHeartRadio. From One, two, three. Phillips file for a Thursday. We're still gathering more information on the pedestrian bridge collapse in Miami. And uh, as we put some more facts together... We will uh, tell you and pass that on to you as quickly as possible. Pat Clark handles sports over at Channel 2, WESH Channel 2, every Thursday at this time. We talk some sports with Patrick. Patrick, I believe, is at the Bay Hill Golf Tournament. Why would he not be? Patrick, where are you right now? James, I am at Bay Hill. I'm looking at the 18th hole, even as we speak. (sighs) It's been a glorious day. (laughs) Yeah. The the (laughs) weather. The weather is pristine. Tiger Woods had a great first round. Mm-hmm. We've got golfers on the course right now who are going low. Henrik Stenson has just birdied five straight holes. Wow. Ooh. He is your leader at seven under par, but for obvious reasons, Tiger has been the story of the day. Of course he is. I mean, uh, of course he is. There's no question. I have a bet with Jack. Wait, what's the bet again? What's the dollar bet with Jack? I bet that he would win at least one tournament this Legit year. Tournament. Okay, yeah. so yeah, and then this morning, I mean, he was he was three under par, I think, after four holes or three holes, something like that. And I go, oh my god! So well, but, he made the turn. Yeah. He made the turn at three under par. He started at number ten. His tee time was at eight twenty three. Playing with Hideki Matsuyama and Jason Day. It was cold out here this morning. Yeah. I mean, when they teed off, I think it was forty five degrees. It's warmed up to about seventy by now, but he made the turn at three under par, 
Uh, and then he double bogeyed the third hole at Bay Hill. Oh. He hit his tee shot out of bounds, had to go back to the tee and hit another one. So he double bogeyed that hole, but still came all the way back and finished with a 600 par, I beg your pardon, 400 par round of 68. Uh, so if you take away those other two shots, he might have been 600 par. Henrik Stenson is seven under par right now. So anyway, you look at it, it, it was a it was a great day for Tiger. James, he just has he just has that look again. Uh-oh. I don't know. If it, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Darn it! He he has that swagger about him uh, when he swings the club. There's he's just oozing confidence out on the golf course now. And it's just Thursday, and he is three shots off the pace, but. He's there, you know, and there are three more rounds of golf to play. So I think it's safe to say this could be a a very exciting weekend at Bay Hill. And Amy Sweezy would tell you that the weather is going to be terrific. It's going to warm up even more tomorrow and then maybe even 80 degrees by Saturday and Sunday. So and can you imagine St. Patrick's Day at Bay Hill? That'll be on Saturday. I know he has that look. He's got that look because uh, they've got that double chocolate Boston cream pie now available at Perkins. Easy. And he's just—he's uh, got that. He's got that look. He can't wait to get out off the course oh and Pat, hit that. Hey Pat. Hey Pat. In, instead of the dollar, I think Jim should bet me if Tiger wins, he's not allowed to uh, besmirch his name anymore. I'm not. You and I both know that would never happen. Correct. It's clear that James takes great. Pleasure in besmirching yeah. Tiger Woods' name. You besmircher. I just like to, you know, tell the truth as as I like to see it. Tell it as you see it. Um, yes, I exactly. like to see it. Well, you know, it's good for Bay Hill. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know the purse is larger, I think, than it's ever been, and Arnie's tractor is down there, and it's beautiful weather, and it's just one of those great things that comes around once a year. So, you know, it's not Tiger so much, but I wish uh, everybody associated with with Bay Hill for a great tournament. But it's good to well, hear you know, that. It's good to hear that somebody after the first round of seven under par that that eases my uh, my stress level a little bit. Does it? You just really don't want him to win. Nope. And it's not because of the bet. No, I just you know, and I mean, it's just uh, I'm just I'm just not a. He's been great for the game of golf. In all seriousness, you know, I'm not going to take that away from him. But uh, you know, I, I don't judge men by the by the game of golf they play. I judge them by their by their character, and I just think there's something about uh, about Tiger I don't appreciate. But other than that, I hope for the best at Bay Hill. That's well, all. we talked about this last week. He is good for the game. He is. You know, he, he does move the needle, and more people are. I'm telling you. James, the, the gallery, yeah. even at the first hole today that was following him, mm-hmm. remember, it was cold and it was a Thursday morning. It was an incredible crowd to feel walking around in that group, uh, in that gallery today. It felt a lot like a Sunday at Bay Hill rather than a Thursday. Yeah. And I don't know exactly what it is. It's, you know, it's a Tiger, of course, just Tiger, just that name. But he hasn't played at Bay Hill in five years. Right. And his comeback is already impressive. A couple of months ago, we weren't talking about Tiger. Uh, but then he goes and he finishes 12th at the Honda. And last week, he tied for second place mm-hmm. at the Mouse Bar. I mean, he was right in it. If he had made a birdie putt at 18, he would have forced a playoff. So I guess it's, you know, it's a confluence of all of those things that have, have led to this. And very few people, I'm wondering if Tiger even thought that he would be at this point in his comeback where he's in contention now, and he's one of the favorites to win at Augusta in just a couple of weeks. 
And how impressive is that? Because he hasn't won anything since 2013. So, what do they? What do they call those things they put over the uh, those uh, things they put over the woods or the drivers? What do you? What do you? What do you call those things? Head covers. What do they call head covers? Yes, sir. Because I I heard somewhere that they made larger ones that they're covering the fire hydrants. At Bay Hill. Oh, just, so that he doesn't yeah, drive into one, yeah, you exactly, mean? Really? Be, exactly. Oh, be, my goodness. Just, you know, they're just covering them. What? Holy yeah. crying out loud. Uh-huh. Jeez. If there's karma out there, Tiger will win every tournament this season. <laughs> Jeez. So, uh, anyway. Hey, let me move hey, on. Let me, let me, say, one more, let me sure. say one more thing oh, about sure. Bay Hill. Jeez, okay. Because it's clear that Mr. Palmer has, has left this tournament in good hands. Yeah. Um, they have an opening ceremony on Wednesdays now, and it's going to be- become tradition where all of the players who are available, who aren't out playing their program rounds, they gather on the driving range, and one by one, in domino effect, they all hit ceremonial tee shots. Uh, at most golf tournaments, you don't hear a national anthem. Uh, some singers from Dr. Phillips High School did a terrific job at that yesterday. There was a helicopter flyover in honor of Mr. Palmer yesterday uh-huh. because, as you know, he had great love for aviation. He did. And it's just it's just still a classy event. He made it that way, and his daughter Amy Saunders and his grandson Sam Saunders, who has become a de facto host of this event, have just done a terrific job carrying this legacy on. And so uh, anyone who wants to come out and have some fun this way, I know that there's a lot of things to do. I think the Winter Park Art Festival is is this weekend, but you can't beat a, a fun day of golf at Bay Hill, especially when you've got some of the best golfers in the world playing. Well, yeah, and the fact of the matter is that he did great work for uh, for, for many things uh, here in town that you never heard about, and he was never, you know, he never, never boasted about anything, never, you know, was strutting his stuff uh, to, to show the community what a great guy he was. He just was a, a classy a uh, great man and a great golfer, and uh, that that's good news. And I know his tractor's down there too. If nothing else, I could go down we'll there and the look tractor, at the tractor. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I love for tractors. That's right, right here by the, by the tenth team. But by the way, well said, James. I mean, that's just. Yeah. I don't think Arnie would have. I don't think he would have uh, been very happy about all of the attention that is being driven to him now. But he certainly would be appreciative at how everything is being run. Of course. Still, it's still that class event that it always yeah, is. I'm sure. I mean, there's no question that his family is, is very proud of him. The community should be very proud of his of his accomplishments and, and the things that he did for this community. Let me move on yeah. to March Madness. That is now underway. That's one reason why nobody's at work today. Shot Doctor thinks Duke is going to win the whole championship, and I'm just wondering whether... Uh, I think I do. I have a bet with somebody that one of the four, one of yes, the you you, you bet four Peyton. number one seeds will win the championship. That is correct, yes, sir. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? What's well, happening? If he, thinks that Duke, if he thinks that Duke is going to win the national championship, my money is on any other team. <laughs> One or 16 seed, it just doesn't matter. If my money would be on any other, Duke is what he says. Huh? Yeah, yes. he says Duke. Uh-huh. And uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know bas- uh, college basketball well enough to say one way or the other. Well, making that Duke selection, really, uh, he's really going out on a limb with that one, isn't he? <laughs> well, they're a second seed. They're not a first seed, so maybe so, he's trying. Okay, so Jim's yeah, prediction, that's... Jim took all four number one seeds. I say, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's one, really I say, living it up, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I just, I just bet. What, and who took the bet? Did Pink, Pinkman Pink, take the man, bet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did. Oh, and Florida plays tonight, right? Yep. Nine o'clock, nine thirty, something. Yeah. They do, and uh, Florida State plays tomorrow. I think Miami's playing right now. I haven't really been able to look at the basketball scores. I know that Oklahoma lost in overtime earlier today, so my bracket is already busted. 
actually my first round bracket is bust. I'm not going to have a, a perfect card. Jack, I'm, I'm guessing that you've probably lost a game or two by now, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. So. All, all my teams lost. What? Same. But, There's but only two games I've played so far. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't this wonderful? You've got Bay Hill going on this week. March Madness is underway. Spring training is still going on. Masters in just a couple of weeks. National championship game. This is wow. This is why we love sports. This is it. Yeah. Uh huh. How about uh, Orlando? The Orlando City. That's oh, kind yeah. of a. This last match was uh, not so hot. Sad. Mm. It was sad. Mm. I didn't see it. They played uh, better in the fir- they played better in the first match than they did in the second. Yeah, sure. I am a uh, as we call it in my country football f u t b o l. Right. And I'm a football connoisseur. Uh-huh. I watch a lot of German football, English football, a little bit of Italian football, and uh, watching Orlando City in that first match, you know, that ended in a in a tie. They were playing well. Right. I mean, they were playing. You know, the passing was good, the plays were good, and then the second one, Stinko. I mean, it was just it was just Stinko. Yeah, it was. They, they, I'm sorry. Well, you're not supposed to be Stinko, and you're certainly not supposed to be Stinko at home. No. You know, the the whole idea when they first opened up that stadium, remember how well they played in the, the first number yeah. of matches? It's like, oh, my goodness. Well, you know, the Orlando City Stadium, they're, they're developing it, this into the place that no one wants to come to. Well, you know, that was that was brief. I don't think anyone is fearful of Orlando City right now. And I'm just wondering, uh, and forgive me for saying this, uh, I'm just wondering if there are some folks out there who I, really, really loved Adrian Heath. I was just going to ask you. I was going a little bit of pleasure in him coming back, yes. and I would, I would be lying if I said I wasn't one of those people. Yep. Uh, yep. Because I agree. James, you and I got to know Adrian better than most, and I know that some folks are tired of me talking about what a great guy he was. Uh-huh. Uh, but he was terrific to me, uh, and it, it's one thing to get to know him when he's coaching. A USL team and watching him and you know what that look on his face when it's like, hey Pat, this MLS thing's going to happen. Don't sell us short; it's going to happen one day. And then for him not to be able to coach that that first game with Orlando City when they open up that new stadium, but he wound up winning the first game he ever coached at Orlando City Stadium. He did, which uh, <laughs> is a little bit uh, ironic. Pleasingly so, I'm guessing for him. Well, he got the. I'll tell you what happened. He got the shaft. He got the shaft by a person who will not be named at this particular point in time, because uh, I have no intention of ever uh, mentioning that person's name again. But he got the shaft, and uh, you know, I have a general idea that Adrian Heath did not appreciate that very much. I think there were a number of fans at that game, at that match. Because Adrian Heath had such a connection to the community, yeah. and he had such a personality, I think there were people there who are, uh, you know, the, the the fans of the Purple, who were might have been rooting for him. Or certainly weren't. Uh, they weren't that disappointed because it's a long season, and it was only the second match of the season. So I wouldn't be surprised if he said, "Yeah, okay, I can deal with this." Mm. Um, and I may have been one of them, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, he, he, he brought um, with other people, of course, but he was so influential in bringing MLS to the city of Orlando. There's no question about that. And a lot of us who are along from the ride right from the beginning, uh, considered, uh, we, we believe that he, that, you know, there were certain forces at work who shafted him and not, and, and not, uh, and, and it wasn't yeah. necessary. Not at that time. Yeah. And folks, folks need to know too, uh, James, that, Adrian was 
was a, a, a terrific guy. He was a great coach. But from a media standpoint, yes. if I ever needed something from him, like yep. a quote or just what's going on here, I could text him and always or call him and know that he was always going to text back or call back as soon as he possibly could. Now, when he was dismissed, I tried to reach him, and there was no call back, and he was not texting me. He's pissed. He would later say that because of the wear his heart on his sleeve, and still does, yep. he was afraid he might say the wrong thing if he talked to any media person, right. so he just didn't respond. Uh, to your point, he was upset. This was this was a dream job for him. I mean, he he helped build this team he did. Uh, from its grassroots level, even when it started out in in Austin and then moved to Orlando. So yeah, to say he got the shaft might be a gross understatement. Uh, it was him and two others, you know, sitting yeah. in a in a lounge with a cocktail napkin and a pen, you know, putting down their thoughts and ideas about uh, putting together a a football team, a soccer team. Yep. And, Whatever. I mean, I I don't want to get too too big in the too far in the weeds with this, but anyway, it's a long season, and I'm I'm a I'm an Orlando City fan, and I wish them wish them all the best. Uh, I just wish they'd get Me back too. to playing like they did in the first match, which That's they true. will. I'm sure they yeah. will. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so what do you do? Do you stay down at Bay Hill, or you have to go home? I mean, do they have a condo down down there for you, or maybe some kind of RV? What is, a condo? What is, yeah. What is, well, I mean, rent a house down there. I mean, what's what, what do you do down there? That was well. As soon as I hang up here, yeah. In about uh, five minutes, I'm going to be on TV. Oh, oh going, yeah, I mean, and I realize that, but, I mean, do, you, uh, do they have an RV for you down there, or do you have are to go back and forth back and every forth day? To That's uh, Altamont Springs, what are you doing? No, I'm sitting, I'm, I'm, you know, I'll do a 6 o'clock uh, sportscast from down here, and then yeah. I'm going home. I'll be back tomorrow. I've been down here every day this week. Yeah. What has been terrific. It's just been wonderful. I'll see you tomorrow, Pat. You're coming down, Jack? Yeah, my first time. I'm going to be around the, uh, the 8th green there, hanging out. Okay. Well, text me when you get down here, okay? You got it, buddy. All right, Patrick. Have a wonderful weekend. Have a great time down at Bay Hill. Okay, we'll we'll be watching on TV. Thanks so much, James. You got it, buddy. All right, Pat okay, Clark. Yeah, he handles sports over Channel Two W E S H Channel Two in Orlando. We've been talking with Patrick for how many years? Uh, over ten. It's not twenty. Oh, it's definitely over ten. Yeah. Let's see if he, if he did or didn't. When we came to this studio, yeah, close to twenty. There you go. Phillips File on Real Radio One Hundred Four Point One. <laughs> To win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Hey, boys and girls, don't forget tonight is the night for the Monsters' second comedian of the year competition in the fourth annual event. It's going to be great. It's happening at the Abbey tonight. Moira will be there. She's one of the judges, and we want you to join us as well. GA tickets still available. Also, passes to the Hard Rock Orlando VIP seating. It includes dinner and two Bud Lights. Go to monsters.fm, keyword funny. This is happening at the Abbey tonight. Doors open at 7. Show starts at 8. It's all brought to you by Bud Light and Hard Rock Orlando. Now it's time for your keyword. Your shot at $1,000 is now. Text the nationwide keyword BILLS, B-I-L-L-S. Bills at 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's Bills at 200-200. Good luck. Noise it makes 
introduce you to my rock and eighty eight. Yes, it's straight, just won't wait. Everybody likes my rock and eighty eight, riding in style, moving and grooving along. Who is this? Jim, I'm glad you asked. It's none other than the incomparable James Cotton. James Cotton. With Rocket 88. Thank you. Thank you, Jimmy. Hey, pump it up a little bit. I can see the dude. There you go, James Cotton. A little bit of uh, harmonica, good sound and harmonica. <gasps> it's the Phillips file for a Thursday. Mm. Where are you? Where am I? What? You With know. Harmonica lessons. I uh, picked it up. Okay, you, you picked, picked it, it up. up. Good, good. Where's... You picked it up. And you put it down. Yeah, you go to YouTube University and see mm-hmm. what's going on. And I did one lesson on YouTube. With yeah. your harmonica? Uh-huh. Because those guys are coming back in, I think. Uh, they are. When? The end of the year. You know then. I think it's like November. I'm working on the guitar. Farley and... What? Working on the guitar. Oh, that's right in there. Yeah, sure. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, you're supposed to be playing the harmonica. You promised them. Yeah, there's that. I don't think I have the lips for it. What? All right, well, maybe we I don't have the lips. How about if you... Well, I think you could learn. I want instant gratification. I just, yeah. you know, this takes 10,000. You, know, yeah. you just See, have to work and work and work and work. Was it 10,000 hours to be adequate? I don't have 10,000 hours. I don't even know if I have 10,000 hours left in my life. Well, Farley and Dave were in, and you promised we'd learn. Uh, Pinkman was not here that day last year. Um, Fritz actually was. Yeah, 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 After yeah. they left, we found out that Fritz actually he plays, plays a harmonica. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what instrument doesn't he play? I know, right? So perhaps he could play harmonica and you accompany on guitar to kind of settle that promise that, that you sounds, made. Uh, that sounds like that's not a very good idea. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Hey, you're the one who should be a little more concerned because you you did one of those promises where you did it on I someone's ashes. It up and I, you know, the, we'll do it like yeah. the first time they came by. Okay, just blow into that hole. All right. When we mm. point a when we you know point a finger, just and we did okay with that. See what we can do. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. All right. Uh, Of course, there's been a tragedy down in South Florida, Miami, at Florida International University, a pedestrian bridge uh, on the campus. Mm -hmm. 
that uh, is not open, but they just completed. Uh, I saw the video of how they constructed that. It was it was constructed and then moved it into place and secured it. Right. Well, unfortunately, it's collapsed and it collapsed on some cars a couple of hours ago. I don't know where CNN is with this. Are they doing anything with it right now? Negative. It's all politics okay. there. Yeah, there's a lot of politics going on as well, but there are casualties from that pedestrian bridge collapse well, and in Miami. Jim, they're reporting at least one person has died after the bridge collapse. Bunch of people in the hospital, too. Yes, about eight people in the hospital, eight so. cars trapped, six people. Well, now it says six people taken to the hospital as a result. Well, there's going to be some explaining to do on that one, because yeah. there is video. You see it being put in place. Pushed up in there, yeah. Yeah, pushed and then secured, and God only knows what happened. Something weakened, and the whole thing fell across seven lanes of traffic. And look, one lady said she was two or three seconds oh. from being under that Whoa. overpass, and then she saw it little from the left-hand side go boom, 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 and then pancake onto those cars below. They were squishy. trying to determine uh, earlier in the program uh, what presidential couples slept in the same room. I don't think that Donald Trump and his wife sleep in the same I don't think they sleep in the same bed. Same and I don't think they coach. sleep in the same room. And some people they don't seem in. to be a happy, really well, happy couple. They don't seem in love, really, but well, they may be in love, but uh, even if you're in love, you well, don't sleep in separate rooms. Yes. As far as your traditional marriage, I think the Obamas came across that way. George H. No, George W. Bush, and even yeah, uh, he, George Bush Senior. He loved Barbara. No yeah, question yeah. I about think they'll. Bill and Hillary. Certainly and Nancy Bill and Hillary. Ronnie. No yeah. way. Oh, Nancy and Ronnie definitely. They loved yeah. each other. Yep. Those two. The Carters. Again. Carters, yes, yeah. of course. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Nixon. Lincolns. Yeah, Nixon, old school. Yeah, I think they did. Maybe separate beds. With Pat Nixon? Oh, sure, maybe. Yeah. With matching slippers and bathrobe, maybe. Yeah. How about uh, separate Betty? Separate beds, though. Gerald and Betty Ford. Totally, yes. I don't, yes. I don't remember them. I remember they had kids, and one of them was on the soap opera. What? True story. Really? Young and the Restless. Oh. What about Lyndon Baines and Lady Bird Johnson? Oh, boy. I doubt it. <laughs> he needed what? the whole bed for himself. <laughs> yeah. He was a big man. Except in that movie with what's junk. his name? She's in the she's in the sack with him. Woody Harrelson points. Who? No, what? it wasn't Woody Harrelson. Oh. It was uh, what's his name from Breaking Bad? Yeah, Brian Cranston points him. Oh yeah, that one. He was making a phone call, or they woke him up on something, and he's talking on the phone, and she's in a then whispering is it in his ears about Landon. <laughs> <laughs> Hang up that phone, Lyndon. <laughs> That's not nice. He's got a job to do. Take care of business, Lyndon. Oh, she didn't say Whoa. that. Lady Bird. She was, oh, Randy. You never Lester. know. Oh, oh. Well. Lady Bird. What else is going Lady on? Lady Bird. And uh, the special counsel, Robert Mueller, has issued subpoenas to the Trump Business Organization. First time ever. Uh, they didn't request documents. From what my understanding, the special counsel can request documents. And this, and then you leave it up to them, I suppose. Sure. But in this particular case, they issued subpoenas to the Trump Business Organization. The first time this has happened. Getting really close to the man. Which so. means the court demands that you hand over these documents. Yeah. And I would imagine somebody's not going to be happy or someone is not very happy about this. I wouldn't be surprised for more heads to roll this weekend just to take everybody's or something to happen right. to uh, take your attention off the fact that the special counsel has issued subpoenas to uh, to the Trump business people. It feels like they're circling the wagons and the wagons are getting really close to the president and any his his family or his business. He's already said that's a red line that you cannot cross. 
if he starts talking about his business dealings, that for Donald Trump. And what's his what's his what, rationale for that? It's beyond the scope none of, of your the, business. Beyond the scope sure. of the uh, of yeah. the of the powers of the special prosecutor. He just said it's none of his business. That's not what he's looking at. No collusion. So I'm afraid that if they do start looking at his finances, that this is going to be the the straw that breaks the camel's back. He's going to let loose. Fire Mueller. Well, he you know he's this close to firing. I think the if second he fires Mueller, it would be a constitutional crisis. I think things would be really topsy turvy. Oh, like they're not chaotic already. <laughs> I mean, no, but I mean to the point where I mean it was chaotic during the last days of Watergate as well. Right. But when certain, but you know, the, the fact of the matter is Richard Nixon, pui, that bum. But the fact of the matter, he still followed the law. I mean, he fought it all the way, took it to the Supreme Court, this, that, whatever. But yeah. uh, when the Supreme Court said, hey, guess what? You must turn over the tapes. You cannot hold the tapes. Okay. He, well, I mean, he even did. Richard Nixon knew uh, that this is uh, a constitutional republic and we uh, we have a rule of law and he the courts ruled and Nixon followed the 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 rule he made every obligation to go to this court that court take it up through an appeals process whatever but he knew once the supreme court ruled we are a nation of laws and no as they say no man is above the law and the supreme court ruled and he followed the law and yeah. he probably said you know you know score one in his favor this guy, though, I don't know what this guy. His boundaries are very, very personal. I think when it gets to him personally, including his family, his business, his taxes, anything that 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 that's where he sort of loses his stuff. Well, special counsel, you know, if you're the special counsel, if you're a state attorney, you're an investigator and you're charged with investigating something. Yes. And there's no limit on your investigation. And all of a sudden, through your investigation, into one thing, you find out that the person you're investigating has vi- possibly violated the law doing something else. Are you obligated to to pursue that investigation or at least make make it known? I would think so. That's what I think. If Mueller is investigating any kind of collusion, the special counsel investigating possible collusion between the Trump organization and the Russians. And all of a sudden they find out that, you know, through his business transactions, whether before or after he took the oath of office, he was involved in, he and his organization were involved in money laundering. You have an obligation to pursue that, do you not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would think so. That's right. And it, it, sometimes it's a very serpentine way to get to the end result. Same thing with Bill Clinton. I mean, that's exactly what happened. They didn't start out looking for Monica Lewinsky, but that's sort of where they, they ended up. I think they're going to find out that he was laundering money. I think they're going to find out that he was up to his up to his neck in loans yep. with oligarchs in 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 Russia, and they owed them money. And somewhere along the line, they said, "We got the goods on you." Whether it's from the dossier, look, we uh, we got the video of you in that uh, hotel room with the prostitutes peeing on the mattress, oh, God. and uh, and some other Stop. things. And I do, I really do believe this. I think there's some things that they know that he knows if it's public. Uh, there's a very good chance he could be prosecuted and sent to prison. I do believe this. Mm-hmm. He could not get any loans in the United States. Banks in the United States would not loan him any money. He was a bad risk. So he went elsewhere. Right. And, uh, you know, he wasn't smart enough to realize that anytime an American checks into a hotel in Russia, they've got you under, they probably have you under surveillance in some form or fashion. 
or may even try to set you up. Yes. They know your sex, may, may know your sexual proclivities because you were there before. So they set you up and then they record you. And then they say, here's what we got. So you're going to do our bidding. All right. Don't even try to mess around or we're going to make this public. I, I, I really do believe that's part of the mix. Maybe it's a good novel. Maybe it's a great spy novel or something. But I, I just happen to believe somebody's got the goods on him and he's scared to death that it's going to be made public. There you go. Let me take a little break when we come back. Guess what? That regular round of closest to the pin. That's upcoming next on Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong. It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody. We're all going to get late. It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right. You've got that right. The game is closest to the pin. Let's go while we're young. And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips. And later in the program, so you want to win it. Don't forget about that. Regular round of closest to the pin. I'm playing against Ray. James is the backup. Mr. Pinkman, what's the prize? Oh, man, it's a pair of tickets to the Daytona 200, America's most historic motorcycle road race, this Saturday at Daytona International Speedway. You can buy tickets now. Call 1-800-PIT-SHOP or visit DaytonaInternationalSpeedway.com for more info. Thank you very much, Mr. Pinkman, and let's get Ray on board. Hello, Ray. Yes, Jack, I'm here. You ready to play, sir? I'm ready. Category from Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. Time marches on. It is the month of March. It is the beginning of March Madness. And the category is Time Marches On. This is facts and figures related to marches. Okay? Facts and figures related to marches. Are you ready to go, Uh, Ray? I'm ready. Okay, we're going to reset the clock for you and begin in three, two, one. John Philip Sousa is known as the March King for his prowess in the genre. His The Stars and Stripes Forever is our national march. In what year did he compose the music? 1975. The March Hare first made an appearance in Lewis Carroll's classic Alice Adventures in Wonderland. What was the first published in this year? 1932. The March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom culminated in the gathering of 250,000 people in front of the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. What year was that? 1975. The Bataan Death March consisted of some 76,000 prisoners of war forced to march by the Japanese military across the Philippine Peninsula. How many miles long was it? 120. Honey, time marches on, and eventually you realize it's marching across your face. That's a line from Dolly Parton in the movie Steel Magnolias. In what year was the movie released? 1991. Time. All right, not a bad job. Going to put you on hold there, Ray. Going to record Ray's time as Jim makes his way back into the studio. Oh, yeah. And I peel my boiled egg. Oh, well, I don't have time. I don't to do know that, what maybe. you mean by that. If you follow on Twitter at Real Radio One Hundred Four One, we will be tweeting out the prizes for "So You Want to Win" later. 
this uh, hour. Excellent. You give give him a choice of prizes. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus bro. your chance to win a thousand dollars at the top of the next hour. Oh yeah. Hey Jim, Money. welcome back. Yeah, don't forget about that. A thousand bucks. Wow. Every hour. Wow. Every hour, sixteen times a Grand day. Hand in your hand, you know they say. Mm-hmm. Got to answer yeah. your phone. It's true. I yeah. think all the times I don't answer my phone, but if I was texting in this... See, I would you text in this right. contest, but I can't win it. So I'd hate to play it, have them call me and tell them, uh, I work here. I can't take the money. Drat. That would stink. Yes. I'm not doing that. Did you guys play Powerball last night? No. No, what's it at? Oh my gosh, it was over $300 million last yeah. night. Well, what is it now? I don't know. I Did don't know if anyone win? won. I got uh, a ticket in my pocket. Oh my God! Pinkman, check the ticket. Maybe in his I'm pocket. a winner. Oh, I don't know. What? I didn't even I know. Don't, I don't want to reach into his well, pocket. He actually looked at me like he looked at my pants. Yeah, that's creepy. I don't see the outline of the ticket. Yeah, consenting adults. I mean, who cares? You know. All right, let me get at it. Was there a winner? Just tell me if it was purchased in Winter Springs, Florida. That's all I want to know. Nope, it's at four hundred fifty-five oh, million. Oh, 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 we gotta play for oh, yeah, Saturday night. And don't play. forget, Mega Millions is also up. If you could check that, Mr. Pinkman, and I—I right. I believe it's Friday night. Oh, Mega. Uh, that's three hundred forty-five million. What's Mega is. Millions? Is that the Florida lottery? Uh, yeah, I, think I get them all confused. Well, I don't know. No, it's done through the Florida lottery, but I think it's multi-state for it to get to that level. No. But then there's Lotto. Yes, yes. Lotto Florida is lottery just separate. Florida. Yep. Yeah. However, Mega know. Millions, they draw it on Friday. Get, you know, spend a couple bucks, get a quick pick, be in it to win it. I'm in it. To win Excellent. it. I thought I imagine I go, I know they probably didn't play. If I, I won, know. would I share? Yes. And I come to the conclusion. Oh, that... you better kick some money my way. Well, Why is that? I f- if we well, don't play number one. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Let me eat my egg. Go ahead. <laughs> you haven't even finished peeling it. I know. I know what you're up to when you first came in. <laughs> so I, I need to interview somebody for my class, and you know, I just want to. We're going all the way like, back to I'm 1997. Sitting there, I'm, sitting there, now. I'm saying to myself, "This is such BS, man. This guy wants a job. I'm going to give him credit because he got his foot in the door, and I know after about 30 seconds, I knew exactly what was happening. Uh-huh. He was working his way to get an internship, and he got it." Okay. This is 1997 you're going back to. Mm-hmm. I didn't even finish my statement about whether I would or would not give you part of my fortunes. And I will no, not I finish that want, statement right now. I don't want any part of your fortune. Oh, really? I'll, I'll take it. I'll Me take too. I'll have his share, too. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want any part of your fortune. I was thinking if I said, did you on a cruise? Screw your fr- No, he doesn't even want a cruise. I'm not going on a cruise. That's a bad gift for, for him. That's He would hate that. I know. I'm not a cruise person. No, you'd get claustrophobia. You wouldn't know what to do with yourself. Said, did you on the next Tom and Dan cruise? That's so many people eating, you know, right. green pea salad. And it's like, no, thank you. Are you ready to play your game? Yeah, go ahead. What do you got for me? I'm oh, ready. I'm so ready, Freddie. Hey, Brad sent the category. He hand-delivered it today. It's called Time Marches On. It is the month of March. Marches. So time Marches On. Facts and figures related to marches. Okay? Okay. Facts and figures related to marches, All right. Jim. We're going to... Re- well, let me... Uh, okay, we got raised time, and we're going to reset the clock for you and begin your round in three, two, one. John Philip Sousa is known as the March King for his prowess in the genre. His The Stars and Stripes Forever is our national march. In what year did he compose the music? 1900. The March Hare first made an appearance in Lewis Carroll's classic Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. What was first published in this year? 1860. 
Time March or the March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom culminated in the gathering of 250,000 people in front of the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. What year was that? 1968. The Bataan Death March consisted of some 76,000 prisoners of war forced to march by the Japanese military across the Philippine Peninsula. How many miles long was it? 80 miles. Honey, time marches on, and eventually you realize it is marching across your face. That's a line from Dolly Parton in the movie Steel Magnolias. It was, what year was the movie released? 1988. Time! 88. I'm adding five seconds of your time as a penalty. What? For for being mean. Oh, Uh, uh, no, I meant uh, handicap. For being mean, he says. (laughs) Stupid fortune, Mr. Peanut. I don't care. I was going (laughs) to. You don't know what he was going to do. Don't tell him what you were going to do. Let him just worry about it. Anyway, you're playing against. the duck on my side. Yeah. Time marches on. Thanks for bragging. Who do you think has more money, Mr. Peanut or Scrooge McDuck? Scrooge oh, McDuck. Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge okay. for sure. Hey, no. Okay, just asking. Right. No, Mr. Peanut has a fancy outfit and a fancy car. But and a monocle, for that's God's it. sake. A monocle and a top. Yeah. And that's how I would dress. If I won the lottery, I'd dress like Mr. Peanut. <laughs> I'm I just d- saying. That. I would dress like Scrooge McDuck. You would? Mm-hmm. How did he dress? I think both. that means both of us would have no pants. How about uh, what's his oh, name from right. uh, from Annie? Daddy, Daddy Warbucks. Warbucks. Yeah, what do you think? I would that, wear the wheelchair. Isn't that Yul Brenner? No, that's the King and I. Yeah. That's right. He wasn't an Annie. Anyway, score oh, cool this game. Suit. Hey, uh, well, Jim, time marches on. Let's get it over with. Uh, the March King and the Stars and Stripes Forever composed in what year? Ray said. Uh, 1975. Jim said. 1900. 1896. Jim gets the point. Yeah. Uh, Alice's Ventures in Wonderland, first published when? Ray said. 1932. Jim. 1860. 1865. Jim gets the point. Uh, The March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom, ending at the Lincoln Memorial. What year? Ray said. 1975. Jim. 68. 63. Jim closer. 3 nothing. Bataan Death March across the Philippine Peninsula. How many miles long was it? Ray said. Uh, 120 miles. Jim said. 80. 66 miles. Jim gets a point for nothing. Steel Magnolias, what year? Dolly, now 72 years old, by the way. How about that? Steel Magnolias, what year did the movie come out? Ray said. 91. See, see if he could get a point here. Jim said. 88. The year? Somewhere in between. Oh. 89. Jim. Jim gets a point. He sweeps 5 nothing. I'm the champion. I am the greatest. I will win. I can't lose. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Let's get a check on the news right now. By the way, who has more money, Jeff Bezos or Scrooge McDuck? Let's get a check on the news. (laughs) Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A water skier in California skied behind a blimp in a lake. Wait, can blimps even move that quickly? We need to hear from a blimpist. Next, a weatherman who legally changed his name to meteorologist wants to run for Congress in Pennsylvania. Congressman meteorologist sounds like a job a little kid would make up when asked what they want to be. Finally, a couple in Washington stole $20,000 worth of vitamins. Wow they'll be eating Flintstones for a long time. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app.
and transmission. That's right, and all you have to do is open up the App Store on your smartphone and download that free iHeartRadio app right now, and you're well on your way to having real radio and all your favorite music at your fingertips anytime, anywhere. It's super easy. Go ahead and download our free iHeartRadio app right now. Real Radio Orlando on Facebook, brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From the... Oh, Stephen Hawking's uh, IQ. Does anybody know? I mean, it's, is there a limit? Isn't that in his opinion? Any, any higher than 178? Uh, 180, whatever. I hear, is, is the highest. It? Is the highest that someone could achieve. Not 280? I thought his was 280. No, it was 288. Oh, 88. Oh. No, that's Rocket 88. That's what I was thinking. No, it was 288. Um, Winn-Dixie is closing 94 stores, Jim, and filing for bankruptcy, and Toys R Us closing more than 700 stores, also out of business, filing for bankruptcy. No, I like yeah. Winn-Dixie. I like Toys R Us. I haven't been in a while. Going for a toy. Oh, that's why R-A-P. they're going out of business. Because oh, you do it online now. Yeah. Thanks, mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos. Is it Bezos or Bezos? That yes, too. I think it's Bezos. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to be a Toys R Us kid. No we'll I'll be working for him. Donald Trump Jr. is getting a divorce. The papers were uh-huh. filed today. So Sad. It is sad. He's got five kids. He's been married wow, for 13 really? years. Yeah, yeah, five kids. That's sadder. That's too many. Maybe he wasn't paying any attention to him. You wouldn't say that if you were the fifth kid. I would. <laughs> I'd say there's too many of us. Just saying. Mo. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, sometimes things happen. And say, eh, you were number five. We weren't counting on it, but, you yeah, know. there you are. We love you so we much. We love you. Yeah, Maybe sure. not as much as the first four, but, you know. <laughs> Is that what they said to you, Jackie? What's that? No, uh, oh, the last he was the only we... boy. Sure. Yeah. Listen. <clears throat> now, I, I'm a little upset that they kept going. I have six sisters, They wanted younger. another boy. A new study from <laughs> NASA has found, get a load of this now. A new study from NASA has found that astronaut Scott Kelly's genes are no longer identical to those of his identical twin after spending a year in space. Whoa! According to the study, approximately 7% what? of his genes no longer match those of his twin. What? Fascinating. Creepy. That's kind of cool. What does it mean? No, I don't know, but it's it, an alien. I, I don't it's, know what it means, but it's... it's something screwed something's, up. Well, something's messed up. It yeah, means it space changes you. He's You're also just, younger than his twin. By what, five minutes or something? I, in other uh, words, he came out of the chute second, or no? no. He came in, no, he came out of the chute first, but now he's how younger could, than his twin. He, how could that be? Because he was in space. Yeah, because like oh, it I, slows down your aging. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah. Theory of relativity. Take that. Gravity. Looks That's the same. Still things. looks the same. E pluribus unum. Aha. So speaking of Einstein, yeah. his IQ, it said the list of the highest possible IQ, yes. uh, Terrence Tao, uh, 225 to 230. Where's Einstein? For Albert Einstein? No, oh. no. But they, they all look like they're in the low to 
mid 200s for the really. Yeah, so it might have been 288. So, so the guy was absolutely been brilliant. The smartest person ever. Mm. They, they have, say, I don't they have Einstein listed at 190. Oh, he's not even. Didn't break two bills? Mm. Really? There's only a handful of people. He's a philanderer. Who? Einstein. Albert Einstein. Oh, yeah. Oh. I think they offered him the job of president of Israel, but he said no. I'm just saying. What's the salary for that? Yeah, I don't know if he asked that. Yeah, it was in the early days. I'm not, you know, I've done, sure I've, I've done the out. facts and figures, and uh, you know, I've done my calculations, and in my estimation, this might not work out so well for me. It might work out for David Ben-Gurion, but for me, not so much. Not so much. Yeah. I said David oh, Ben-Gurion. I like it, David Ben-Gurion. Right? On this list, they right, have right. Stephen right. Hawking yeah. at 160. <laughs> So I say Brad is right. not a 163. My workout for Golda Meir, but I'm just saying, maybe not so much not for, for me. me. You know what I'm saying? No, nope. right. rim shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. Terrence Tao. Terrence Tao. I Two, bet Neil deGrasse Tyson is on that list somewhere. He's not ahead of Stephen Hawking. He's I mean, look what happened to Moshe Diane. What happened One to eye. Moshe? Oh, boy. Oh, Moshe. Don't even get me started I'm on telling that. you. Get over there, and before you end up, boom, they shoot your eye out. He looked good with a patch on his on his eye. He, I think most men do. I don't know. Yeah, Not there cool was that thing. female journalist. What was her name? She died within the past couple of years. Well-known uh, foreign correspondent. Um, she lost her eye in, in a combat situation. Oh, my. Photographer, I believe she was. The FBI, Jim, is now reporting. Look it up. Research. Yep. Oh, my. This, the FBI is now reporting something that Ted Koppel told us years ago. The FBI is now reporting, and the Department of Homeland Security also. Yes. Both of those agencies now reporting Russian hackers targeted the U.S. energy grid. I told you. No, Ted Koppel told No, us. I told you because of Ted Koppel. Well, all righty then. Hey, I was wondering about that. What about what? it? These fertility clinics. What does that have to do with the grid? Because they probably require electricity. Oh, okay. Hello. I'll go with you. And this. you had two different failures on the same day across the country. They're oh. not going to do anything. You know, whatever they have, we have the capacity. Don't you think well. that's a test? Oh, they all those oh, eggs went surprised. All those eggs went bad, though. How about all those I families? Know. They put those eggs in uh, in the deep freeze, thinking that after yeah. they got through their medical issue, they could implant those things and have babies that's, somewhere down the line. That's what's happening. They've all gone. They've all gone. And you bad. get these brownouts in certain parts of the country, Ooh. and the utility companies. And nobody wants to freak anybody out. Yeah. It's like uh, right. it's like the Defense Department knowing about UFOs. And the same thing. They know that the Russians toy around with this. They can hit a couple of buttons. They get a computer virus, whatever it is, and shut down a, you know, a power plant. Or you know, so they they monkey around. So they have this agreement with the uh, utility companies. Look, we're going to call it a brownout, right? We just take over capacity. Whatever happened. Wait. It's a, that's my theory. The um, whatever they can do to us, we can do to them. We- it's mutually assured. Energy destruction. Oh, boy. Made. Anything I can do, you can do better. Yeah, exactly. Or you think that we couldn't do I that to them? Yeah. Um, but they might, be kind, they might be kind of used to that stuff. William James Sidus. What about him? Who is that? Believed to have the highest IQ in a range between 250 and 300. Yeah, what's he known for other than that? Uh, he was an American born into a family of New York City intellectuals. Ooh. Uh, died at the age of 46 in 1944. Yeah. Oh, would you rather have an IQ, IQ like that and die at 46? Or would you rather have sort of a medium to lowish IQ and live to 96? So this Terrence Tao, who has a 230 IQ, yeah. Australian-American mathematician born in 1975. Currently lives in Los Angeles, works in UCLA. 
A woman, number three on the list, Marilyn Vos Savant. Yeah, she <laughs> writes an article for the paper. Yep, with a 228 IQ. No, for the Parade Magazine. Marilyn Savant, Vos Savant, whatever her mm-hmm. name is. Mm-hmm. She does all these like interesting brain teasery questions. She's super smart. I'd say you got an IQ of 228. <laughs> you're writing for Parade Magazine. I, that's where I see the article. She probably writes other places, but every Sunday in the Parade Magazine. I am a subscriber to the Orlando Sentinel, you know. Marie Colvin was who you were thinking of with the eye patch. Yeah, what does it uh, say about her? Uh, she lost sight in her left eye due to a blast by a Sri Lankan Army Ooh. RPG on April 16, 2001, Sri and then Lankan. died in Syria in 2012. Sri Lankan. Sri Lankan. I, I didn't think they were that. She had post traumatic stress. They all do a lot of these reporters. What's his name with CNN? He's admitted he's got it. Who? Was it NBC? NBC. Who? Brian Williams. No. No, no, no that no. Richard Engel? Richard Engel. Yeah. He's got it. I don't know what to to what degree. Yeah. Yeah, you're witness to these horrific events. And, I mean, that's got to. He's a, a great war you correspondent, gotta be, though. You've got to be traumatized. Yeah, by I know. It's true. He's really good at what he does. He's a great war correspondent. Uh, breaking news, Jim, this in from uh, Miami, the regional medical center down there, Kendall Regional Medical Center, has received 10 level one trauma patients from the Ooh. bridge collapse, two patients in critical, eight in stable, injuries range from broken bones to cardiac arrest, Ooh. one patient was in a coma. So we don't know the status of all of those people at this moment, but it looks like the injuries are more widespread than we thought. I was talking to somebody the other day about the trauma center at Orlando Health. That's the major trauma center for one. Central Florida. Yes, yeah, is. baby. We're Remember when one. we were down there that one time? Air care flight? Yeah, but we were downstairs near the, right at the, in the corridor of the trauma center. Yes, and sir. I remember them wheeling a bunch of people in who had been in a traffic accident. Like, remember, it was like yesterday, and they opened the doors to the trauma center yeah. and wheel these people in, and you st- everybody's at the ready. Nobody's scurrying around. They're all in a line. The trauma surgeons are there. The nurses oh, are there. Everybody's there, and they are ready. They are ready to go. They know what to do. It, it looked like the beginning uh-huh. of a movie or TV show because those doors, God they, bless them. the guy comes in on the gurney, they flip these doors open, and they were forming a U. So all of these yep. medical professionals are all in a U. Yeah. The gurney comes right in, and then they, they it go, just whoosh. closes around this person, and then they all start doing what they do. It was amazing. The first big upset of the NCAA tournament. The whoa, 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 easy. Whoa, 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 whoa. People recorded the game all over oh, oh, come on, the no. place. They record it, and they yeah. go home. Fine. If they hear it from some other place, that's fine. I don't want to hear it, and, oh. you know. We're not, not going to let here. her do that to you people. That's the beauty of NCAA tournament play. Yeah, you can record it on your DVR and watch no, it at home. It's a beautiful thing. Anybody it, might win. And that's at any given, that's all, that's any given Thursday. Well, what you're telling, if there, there's a limited amount of games and you just <laughs> told everyone there's at there's least one ups- upset. No, they're just getting excited about what to watch when they get Can't home. Can't wait to tell you what it is. Don't tell no, anybody, won't tell please. <sighs> Yankees win. No, uh, 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 Yankees win. But I did not know. I mean, I guess I did know, but I didn't realize until today. The Lions are playing in New York City. At Yankee Stadium. At Yankee Stadium. How come they didn't have to build a soccer-specific stadium? Um, we well, had to go. Welcome to year four of oh, MLS. I don't like that. All of a sudden. They've been doing it yeah. every time. I went to the game in Yankee Stadium last year. Well, I it's, saw it today. It reminded me that that's not right. MLS has made certain exceptions, and I believe it's when they think the venue will not serve as a detriment to growing a crowd. Mm. Uh, while Yankee Whatever. Stadium is yeah. the most iconic Just, site, it's yeah. also the worst 
playing surface. Lousy, Everybody lousy, sucks. Lousy, yep. lousy, it's lousy. it's yeah. narrow and weird and lo- the yeah. field is a weird it's like shape. I played on a trapezoid. I w- yeah, it's an almost, odd shape. Pitch I was there last too. year and it was I was, uh, was I odd. got to be the field reporter and it was just phenomenal experience. But watching a game there, unless you're in the bleachers, you're closer to the action. For all the people that would be sitting in the traditional baseball seats behind home plate, you're quite the distance away because the field is actually in the outfield yes. of Yankee Stadium and more from right field to center. Anyway, let me take a call. Here's Terry on Real Radio. Wants to talk about Putin. Is that right? Putin. Yeah. Yes, sir. What about him? I think what we should do is interfere in the Russian election and get his ass out of there. Yeah, well, okay. We don't have any ways to do that. Okay, good luck with that one. Sorry. Nope. Yeah, we can make it so he wins by 97% instead of 98. (laughs) (laughs) Take that. That's the influence we have over there. Remember, it used to be like that before. You could vote for Lenin or Lenin, you know, or Khrushchev or Khrushchev or whatever. So it's like, he's, he's like the only guy on the ballot anyway. Yeah. And then somehow... If by some miracle you were able to pull off a fifty-one to forty-nine win against Putin, he would still somehow he would kill, kill his opponent and claim victory. <laughs> he would kill exactly. You. Yeah. He, he, would, could, he could get only five votes and he'd still he'd still be in charge. Right. No question. Messing around with us. Yeah. Ronald Reagan wouldn't have stood for this. Yeah. Patrick Swayze well, no. wouldn't stand for this. What's he have to do with anything? Red Dawn, Red Dawn baby. Hello. Oh, Red Dawn. Hello. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it was a Jeez. reference I didn't know. Come on, will you? I wasn't even born around then. What, what are you saying? You were yeah. born around when? He doesn't know. When did that movie <laughs> come out? How old That's, am I? <laughs> almost, see, he's almost, he's not even a person yet. He won't be a person till the summer. I'm a person. He's no, a you're person. Not. He is not a real person. Yeah, I was delivered by a midwife. We're not quite sure. Going to have to check with the family Bible to see when I was born. No, I thought we said that unless you're 20, you know, I was you're born here. around something, you know, uh, whatever, 19 something, you know, the one year day, of our Lord, 19 something, 1996, seven, no. eight, six, five, Three, four, something around there. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Pinky. And they brought me out of the hills mm. and the holler. God, <laughs> tug on the jug. Mm-hmm. Come on over for tug on the jug. Telling you what? That's just wrong. You're wrong. I'm not. <laughs> not well, you might be right. You got a good Points. mash going. Good to you know. Yeah. Still operating. You got some good stuff coming out of there. Oh boy. Not running up through that radiator with the STP in it or the antifreeze. <laughs> right. That'll do a number on your liver. What? Don't say it out loud. I'll say it out loud. No, you can't say it out loud. No, I can't. Oh, can't We're not allowed to. <laughs> not allowed to say anything. Don't want to tell anybody don't any take, scores. I, don't want to tell anybody anything. It's like hush hush. It's all hush hush. Is he talking about his kin? No. Oh. <laughs> don't say kin from the hall. This is why. Oh. This is why we don't want Mo to head up the CIA. She yeah, can't keep a secret. I would know. She would just blurt I would out black everything. It out. I exactly. Would. I would. I want to know. I want to be in on the know, but then I want to tell everybody <laughs> so, what I know. Mo, tonight when you are a judge yeah. at the Monsters Comedian of uh-huh. the Year, you know you don't have to reveal who you voted for. Oh. Which, because if you do, it kind of makes it awkward for everyone. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. To win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From.
for a Thursday. Time for So You Want a Winner. We have three rounds of So You Want a Winner. Round one is Brad's True-False. It's a 50-50, of course. You have a lifeline if you want it. Two lifelines, as a matter of fact. Then, uh, if you make it through that, you go to Brad's in the News. These are stories ripped from the headlines, a current events quiz. And then if you make it to round three, it's Brad's Who Said That. Multiple choice. We provide you with a quote. And then you pick the person who said it. It's as simple as that. Mr. Pinkman, what are some of the prizes? All right. We have Thor Ragnarok on digital download. That's now available on digital and Blu-ray. A pair passes to the advanced screening of Pacific Rim Uprising March 20th at AMC Altamont 18. Uh, Let's see. A pair of tickets to the Melbourne Air and Space Show happening March 24th and 25th Hmm. at Melbourne International Airport. And finally, last but not least, a $50 Marlowe's Tavern gift card to enjoy Marlowe's Spring Celebration. New menu items include grilled lamb wrap, chicken milanese, and the strawberry spring crush cocktail. Nice. Very nice. Oh, yeah. All right, so grab a line. we got some contestants already there set up, and let's get this underway. Your lifelines are Eddie the Shaman and Mr. Pinkman. Mark, you're first up. Let's do true-false. Okay, Mark? Okay. True or false? China's out-of-control six-ton space station, the Wong Long Dong 9, is due to fall from space soon, and it's predicted to head in the general direction of Siberia. Is that true or false? Was that the Long Duck Dong? No, it was the Wong Long Dong 9. I hope that's false. That's your final answer? Yes. Yeah, there you go, round two. (laughs) All right, good luck to you. Here's Mo. Yep, your category now as you move along is Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. Here's your question. No! A Simpsonville, South Carolina truck driver was heading for the mountains when he caused quite a scene on I-10. His name wasn't Homer, but according to the FHP, he failed to maintain his lane, flipped his semi, and spilled 60,000 pounds of precious cargo. Oh, if those birds could talk, it would be worth it. What's your haul in there? Yeah, what was he? All oh, on? I think, I think I heard about this guy. He uh, uh, he spilled a bunch of beer. That's your final answer. Yeah. yeah Very good. Did. Good job, he man. He did bush beer because they're rocking and rolling yep. now. Bush. Moving on to round three. This is the uh, this is for the win. It's Brad's who said that. Here's the quote. Now tell me who said it. Quote: Spring training means flowers, people coming outdoors, sunshine, optimism, and baseball. Spring training is a time to think about being young again. Now, who said that? Tommy Lasorda, the great uh, baseball coach. Kevin Costner uh, played baseball players in a couple of different movies, of course. Had a pretty good arm. Or Ernie Banks, the great baseball player. I'll give you the quote one more time. Spring training means flowers, people coming outdoors, sunshine, optimism, and baseball. Spring training is a time to think about being young again. Tommy Lasorda, Kevin Costner, Ernie Banks. You have lifelines if you want to use them. Okay, let's... uh... Let's try the old Mr. Lifeline. Ah, hello. It's me and Mr. Pinkman as Mr. Lifeline. Uh, The Shaman and Pinkman, what do you think? Pinkman, here's the thing. 
Love Tommy Lasorda. Tommy Lasorda, famous manager. Do you remember Tommy Lasorda? Oh, who got yeah, Dodgers forget. manager for a long time. Big heavy set guy, did the weight commercials. He it sounds like it would be Tommy Lasorda. Although Kevin Costner could be a thing, but I'm gonna go all the way to the end. I'm going with Ernie Banks. I'm gonna go Kevin Costner. Mm. We have a split decision. It's either okay. Tommy Tommy Lasorda, Kevin Costner, or Ernie Banks. What whoa. Let's go with uh Go with Mr. Cub, Ernie Banks. Go with Ernie Banks. That's your final answer? Yes. Yeah, baby. Oh, I did it, man. Wow. Who would have thought? Hey, good job, man. Dude. Good job, Mark. Straight out the gate. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Was what? Was that? What? What? What was that? What are you talking about? What'd you hear? It sounded like a, like a sped up Mountain Dew commercial with the what? yodeling guy. Chicken no, it wasn't that. It was it was like oh, like that. You guys didn't hear that? No, this is what I'm talking like... about. No, I'm serious. This is what I heard. Well, I'm just a tool. Stop well, it, Eddie. <laughs> I know I'm you're like serious, a... but I don't know what you're talking. About. No, 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 no. At the end, he won. I screamed, "Yay!" Everyone's excited, and then all of a sudden, you hear, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, "I'm telling you, I heard that." I swear, and Eddie, come on, <laughs> come on, <man>. it's. <laughs> You heard Sukiyaki? Okay. No, I heard a yodel, but it sounded like the Mountain Dew commercial, but it was like, what? Yeah, what? Jeez, Eddie, come on. No, I'm serious. I hate these guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tony, here we go. You ready, Tony? All right, Tony, here we go. All right. Let's all settle down just a little bit. Here we go, Tony. Uh, true or false, a new survey finds that the average American couple has sex nine times per month for about 69 minutes per week. Is that true or false? They have sex about nine times per month. True. Going true. Wait a minute. i got to switch something here. Hold on. That's your final answer? Yeah. Yeah, there you go, baby. True. Round two for you. Wow. Here's Mo. All right. Yours is uh, common, common Bond. And uh, these are stories ripped from the headlines. I'll give you some things. Tell me what they have in common. One is dumpster fire. One is mansplaining. And the other is glamping. What do these three things have in common? Dumpster fire, mansplaining, and glamping. Use your lifelines. Over. Pinkman. Pinkman. Pinkman and Eddie. You always get two lifelines, baby. Pinkman and Pinkman. Here we go. Pinkman. Pinkman, I think, me thinks, it's, oh, those are new words that were added to the vocabulary of the language. dictionary. Ooh, Eddie. Yeah, that's Eddie's it. on fire today. Eddie's yeah. on fire. I, I agree with that. He I put it all night here. Here we go for Brad's who said that. Listen closely. Settle down, Eddie. Settle down. I knew it. Settle down, son. Here we go. Here's, uh, here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Quote, my whole family's been in the business. My whole family is crazy. Who said that? Billy Baldwin, Maria Shriver, Blake Lively. Here's the quote one more time. My whole family's been in the business. My whole family is crazy. Billy Baldwin, Maria Shriver, Blake Lively. Let's do the lifeline. Let's do it. Uh, Blake Lively. I'm going to go with the Baldwins. All right, we have another split decision. Billy Baldwin, Maria Shriver, Blake Lively. I was thinking of the bald one, so I'll take that one. All right. That's your final answer? Yes. I'm sorry. Blake Lively. Blake Lively. Oh, yeah. Wow. Let's go with uh, Rusty. Here we go, Rusty. True or false? On this date in 1848, the United States Senate ratified the 
Treaty of Quintino Django, which ended the Mexican-American War. Is that true or false? The Treaty of Quintino Django. I mean, duh. Or Quintino Django. Oh, maybe. Huh. True or false? Uh, How about false? You want to go false? That's your final answer? Yeah, you're right. It was the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo. Oh, wow. Thanks for clearing that up. <clears throat> you got it. Uh-huh. Round two, here we go. Brad's in the news. Stories are ripped from the headlines. And here's your question. With its iconic shape and secret recipe, it's been one of the world's most famous soft drinks for more than a century. Now, however, Coca-Cola is on the brink of a new chapter. Not Coca-Cola Light, nor Coca-Cola Clear, or Coca-Cola Black Cherry Vanilla. That ain't it. The clue... I lost the back feed completely. Uh, I don't know what that means. I have no back feed. Can only listen to you on a delay on the radio. Okay. He's not hearing us. He's not hearing us. Back feed. I, right, well, he's on no no back feed for you. We're no going to have to feed. say goodbye. Yeah, see you later. No back feed for you, sir. I don't even know what that means. I, I don't know. Can that's, I have some back That's feed? how he hears us. What we send back to him is the back feed. Whatever. It, oh, my God, Jim. His back feed is like totally breaking. He can't even play the game. And I know you have the answer, but now so he's like. So the chew category is from. So what's the, what's the rest of that? All right. The. Uh, Chewy. Chewy category is found almost exclusively in Japan, hoping for a spike in sales. What's in the new recipe? Wow. Okay. You know what it is, Eddie? Yeah, I have a good idea. What do you think? I think it's going to be those chewy boba things. Boba. No, no Eddie. Uh, how about pearls and a uh, dip? Like little yes, pearls. No. They're putting pearls in their. No, Coca-Cola. that's what those are called. They're the ones that have the juice on the inside. Yeah. Jim. Okay. No. Well, that's wrong. <laughs> I, I think Rusty is. Okay to be on. No, Rusty's not okay to be I on. I miss you, Rusty. Sorry, Rusty. Oh, Rusty, come oh. back. Is Rusty okay to be on? I think so. I talked to him. All right, Rusty, let's go. Oh. What's the answer to that? Uh, I'm not going to repeat it. I never heard the question. I'll give you the I answer. It's alcohol. All right, we're moving on to round no three. Oh my. Yes. Uh, Here we go, Rusty. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Quote, <laughs> reality is wrong. Dreams are for real. Who said that? Tupac Shakur, Sigmund Freud, or Martin Luther King Jr.? Oh, give me the choices again. John Bon Jovi? Tupac no. or Tupac Shakur, <laughs> Sigmund Freud, or Martin Luther King Jr. The quote, reality is wrong, dreams are for real. Who said that? Tupac. Lifeline. Lifelines, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to go with Martin Luther King. I'm going to go with Tupac. What do you think there, uh, Rusty? Tupac Shakur, Sigmund Freud, or Martin Luther King Jr.? Let's go with Eddie and Tupac. All right, go with Tupac. That's your final answer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. You know won. why it's so cool that he won? He had no back feet. <laughs> Not in your Wait, there it was. That There's was it. What? Did you guys hear that? No, I didn't uh-uh. hear it. Oh, dude. There's something. There might be something coming through your earphones. Wait, it was like the guy, the caller feet. before had like that. I think there's something up with Mike Six. Jack. You have no back feet. Mike Six, yeah, right a, here, the one I'm at. That's the one with Dude, the back feet. Dude, I swear, it's like yodeling, and it's like half yodeling, half Mountain Dew commercial. I've heard that before, but I'm not hearing it now. I don't know what you're talking about. I really don't know what you're talking about. I, Yahoo, Mountain Dew. I, no, it's not that. It's, it's, Yahoo! No, nope, there you go. It's not yeah, we that all heard one. it. Is that right, what you're I hearing? That, no. Eddie. It's a half yodel. It's like, Mahoo! Snap like that. out of it. I, Dude. Gabagool. <laughs> That's what you heard? How you doing? You know, I started rewatching The Sopranos. Oh, I was going to do that. Dude, you should. You should watch the first three episodes. You'll be like, oh, man. You remember how good it was? Yeah, because in the first episode, he hey, says. so much new stuff on. Are you watching? Well, no, no, no. It was just a flashback you watch The thing. Wire? Uh, no, I haven't watched that yet, but I do want to see that because I hear Indira's Alba is excellent. 
in it. Yeah. Idris. You you boasted because oh sorry. I think it's the greatest television drama that's ever been on TV. And that's why I want to watch it. Okay, sure. No, it's I the Philip file on Real Radio 104.1. And now back to the greatest game show ever. Come on, my NyQuil and ecstasy is wearing off. So you want a winner. We have a few more. Uh, we have a little bit more room for more contestants. And so you want a winner. Our next contestant, of course, here's Beth. How are you, Beth? Hey, I'm good. How are y'all? You don't call in very much anymore. What's going on? Well, I do. No, you don't. I don't get through sometimes. Keep trying. You know what I'm saying? She may have lost the back feed. Here we go, Beth. True or false, you have lifelines. Here we go, Beth. Uh, true or false, WrestleMania 31 brought in over $31 million, but the long-awaited MMA throwdown between Susan Lang and Kathy Lockhart is about to happen in Orlando. Is that true or false? Hi, boys. I'm going to say false, but y'all know more about this than me. Oh, boy. Uh, that sounds true. Split decision, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I hear, once again, WrestleMania 31 brought in over $31 million. But the long-awaited MMA throwdown between Susan Lang and Kathy Lockhart is about to happen in Orlando. True or false, Beth? All right, Eddie, you said true, and I'm going to kick your ass if you're oh, wrong. Oh, my word. All right. Wow. That's your final answer? I'm sorry, yeah. it's false. Kick his ass, Beth. Oh, Beth. Come on over, Beth. Come on over. <laughs> I mean, wow, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and Eddie? <laughs> I mean, uh, she's very that... serious. People get very serious about So You Want to Win. Would something. you say that's the equivalent of I'm going to punch you in the chest? I mean, just... Punch in the nose. Remember that guy at the dry cleaners? I'm going I'm I'm to knock, knock you out. You out. Well, he says, I'm going to knock you out. So, oh, jeez, man. Beth wants to kick That's when ass. you immediately apologize. Yep. That's when sorry, you say, sorry, man, sorry, if I said anything sorry. to upset you, I'm sorry, I apologize. Yeah. You know what? That's, that, you know, I Is don't know. It? This guy must have just gotten out of prison or something. He was ready. To, <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing any mental calculations. Well, did he get out of prison? You know, how, how tough does he look? He's big or small? And he's just going, oh, dude, whatever it was, I apologize. Whatever. If I did something, <laughs> if I did something to upset you, I'm sorry. The best you can do. I'm not getting my ass kicked over dry cleaning. Here's Eddie. Ready to play, Eddie? Hi, Eddie. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Here we go, Eddie. Eddie. True or false? U.S. consumers spend about eight hours each day engaging with digital content. Is that true or false? Uh, I'm gonna go true. You're going true. All right. That's your final there you go, baby. Yeah, round two uh-huh. for you. Good luck. And uh, Brad's in the news is the second category. Stories ripped from the headlines. Your question is this. File favorite Lil Wayne performed at the Jumanji Festival in Sydney over the weekend. He was doing his thing when one party goer tossed a water bottle in his direction. Bad move. Wheezy stopped the show and reminded everyone where he and crew were from. He wasn't playing games. They chilled after he turned up the heat. How did he threaten to wrap up the show? Lifeline. Lifeline. Uh, he was going to set the place ablaze. What do you think, Pink? Uh, turn up the heat. Do you think he was going to have them shut off the air conditioning? Maybe they were performing inside. Yes, that'll show them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's turn up the air. Um, maybe he just Wait. was going to stop the concert. No. Uh, turn up the heat is a clue, obviously. 
Do you think you use flamethrowers? Uh, I pull a gun out, shoot at That's people. That's your final answer? Damn. Yeah, he said it's gonna have his crew shoot the audience. Not they cool, bro. It. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jim, you wanna go to a little Wayne concert? <laughs> I grew Bob to take care of <laughs> Boomerang Bob, excuse me. Not kill, bro. Let's open up that line to Boomerang Bob in Perth. Hello. Boomerang Bob, uh, we just got the never heard of the, uh, Lil Wayne. He uh, threatened to shoot the audience during this uh, Jumanji festival yeah. in Sydney. What, what was going on there? Well, I was there. It was getting crazy. People were causing a ruckus. Someone throws a water bottle up on stage, and he gets all pissed off, and he goes, ah, I'm going to shoot you. That's why we mostly stick with our favorite rapper over here, Small Bruce. <laughs> Small Bruce. <laughs> Thank you, Boomerang Bob. Oh, my yes. gosh. Where are we? I don't know. You're, you're doing the uh, quote round now. We're in it's Eddie. All right. Uh, here we go to the quote round. Uh, here's the quote. Tell me who said it, Eddie. Uh, quote, reality is wrong. Dreams are for real. Did we do that already? Yeah, we, we did, did that already. Sorry. Yeah, next yeah. Here we go. Perfection is attained in slow degrees. It requires the hand of time. Now, who said that? The Dalai Lama, Voltaire, or Leonardo da Vinci? Perfection is attained in slow degrees. It requires the hand of time. The Dalai Lama, Voltaire, the philosopher, or Leonardo da Vinci, the great artist. You have lifelines if you want them. I'm thinking the Dalai Lama, but I need some lifelines to help me out. You think lifelines? I love the Dalai Lama and all his incarnations, but I have to say that is da Vinci. I'm going to go Voltaire. Another split decision. Oh, they can't make a decision. What do you want to do, Eddie? We got the Dalai Lama, Voltaire, or Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, two answers better than one, so let's go with it. Uh, what Eddie said. Um, what did you say, Eddie? I said Leonardo da Vinci. Okay, here we That's go. That's your final answer? No, I'm sorry. It was Voltaire. Oh, Eddie. Oh, again. Oh, my God. Sad. Very sad. Sad. Failing Eddie. Doing all right, Eddie? Dude, I'm amazing. Okay. Everything is beautiful. I uh, smudged extra hard today. Did you? Yes. Oh. You know what's great about it, Jim? Well, just get changed, put that clothes in the laundry, <laughs> and put on a new outfit. <laughs> when I was driving here, Jim, there was a light post, and usually there's only one bird on the light post, but there was a hawk on the light post itself, and then on the light part, there was a little dove, and they were just staring at each other. Oh. <sighs> What? Someone coughing? Every time I think about Trump, I get allergic. <laughs> it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Let's get a check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. 18 in Ocala is in jail after he got into a traffic accident and the police caught him in possession of marijuana and 10 stolen traffic signs. In his defense, he thought the red one said pots not stop. Next, speaking of stealing things... A trio in New Orleans stole 52 Yeti coolers. Wow. That's enough of those coolers to keep the polar ice caps cold for centuries. Finally, a U.S. Senate candidate in Michigan says he wants to buy guns for homeless people. Yeah, that'll help their situation much better than any sort of rehabilitation or job placement program. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. And transmission. That's right, and you can download that right now, and you get real radio and all your favorite music at the convenience of your fingertips on your smartphone. All you have to do is open up the App Store, type iHeartRadio, tap Get, and it's on your phone, good to go, ready to listen. So go ahead and get that free iHeartRadio app right now. And real radio.
Radio 1041 on Twitter. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting SeacoastBank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From and now back to the greatest game show ever. You want to win the hokiest, cornballiest, plastic gifts that break when you look at them? Yeah, so you want to win All right, three more contestants to go for So You Want to Win a. Here we go. Steve, ready to play? Yes, sir. All right, Steve, thanks for hanging in there, buddy. Here we go, true or false. I ought, <clears throat> I ought to know, when it comes to snack cravings around the world, 58% prefer sweets to salty. 58% to 42%. Is that true or false? That sounds false. I think salty is more popular. Mm, hold on a moment. Oh. Here we go. That's your final answer. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. There you go. It's the All other right. way around. Here's and Mo. Yes, uh, yours is a common bond. This is Brad's in the news. Common bond, three things. What do they have in common? Syria, South Sudan, and Eritrea. What do these three countries have in common? Other than the fact there are places I'll never want to be, I'll need the lifeline to help me out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Uh, they're famous because they're all... They've been at war for seven years. They are oh, having Syria. trade problems. They are the three uh, top places to go and visit destinations. Wait, Syria, Syria, Eddie? I said right. Syria. Yeah, everybody wants Maybe to not. go to Eritrea. Right. South man, Sudan. That's, just, no. that's a real picnic. Yeah, it's a garden <laughs> spot over there, Eddie. Come on. They are all places you don't want to go to because they're having uh, tensions. That's your final answer. Yeah, that's kind of right there. The enough. least free countries in the world. Least free. All right, here we go with <laughs> Steve. Here's Brad's who said that. Here's the quote. Tell me who said a quote. Whenever I think of the past, it brings up so many memories. Yogi Berra, Judy Collins, Stephen Wright. Whenever I think of the past, it brings up so many memories. Yogi Berra, Judy Collins, Stephen Wright, lifelines if you want them. I'll definitely need lifelines for this one. That's a tough one. I'm stuck between Yogi and Stephen Wright. Same here. You can hear Stephen Wright saying it really slowly, you know? Whenever I think of the past, it brings up some really great memories. Was but that then your he, Stephen Wright impression? That was, yeah. <laughs> That's that was, funny. If you slowed it down, you'd be really good. Uh, I think it's going to be Yogi Berra. Another split decision. Are you going with Stephen Wright? Yeah, I'll go with Stephen Wright. Another split decision. Well, I'll give you some help here, Steve, because you held on for so long. It is not Judy Collins. Oh. So it's either Yogi Berra or Stephen Wright. Yeah, both sides now. Oh, I get it. Ha-ha. Uh-huh. Yeah, points it. for you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Points. What do you think, Steve? I got to go with Pinkman. I think it's Stephen Wright. Going with Stephen Wright. That's your final answer? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Good job. All right, man. There you go. Oh yeah. Asking Pinkman to slow it down. That was the funniest <laughs> line of the day. Classic. Any slower, his heart would stop. Here we go to. Oops. Hold on here. Right there. Warren, you ready to go? Yes, sir. Here we go, buddy. True or false? The Libertarian Party in Arkansas selected its nominees at a convention this month. They chose Elvis Presley to run against Congressman Rick Crawford. Is that true or false? That is false. Want to use your lifelines? Uh, no, sir. You don't? Nope. You're sure? He is sure. Yes. That's your final answer? Yes. Sorry, no, it's, it's true. true. <laughs> it wasn't the Elvis Presley, obviously. It was Elvis D. Presley. Yes. Not the legendary Elvis A. Presley. All right. What happened to B and C? I don't know. His middle name was Aaron Points. Uh, very good, Eddie. <laughs> very, very. That was cute. Eddie's looking for points. I've never had points before. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got no back feed. <laughs> Eddie, 
What's going on with you, man? I'm better What's now. happening? I was, He's I just was, so punchy I, now. I was really good earlier, and now I'm better. What? Eddie I'm had some better. dark thoughts today. Dude. During the break, some really dark thoughts. Oh, Eddie. It, I'm trying to better humanity. <laughs> yeah. I was feeling like a million bucks until the break, and then he started talking. So, you should hear him. I'll jump off a bridge now. He's so angry. I am just a tool. Stop it. God, man. It's all good, man. It's all good. <laughs> Every time I think about Trump, I get allergic. All right, Rob, here we go. You ready to play? I thought it was yeah, more Here we go. True or false, <laughs> uh, protect a guru, Kim Commando. There are over 1.3 billion websites in the world today. This is according to Kim Commando, who's a uh, tech guru. There are over 1.3 billion websites in the world today. Is that true or false? You can use LifeLens if you want. Uh, I'm going to go with true. You're going with true. All right, hold yeah. on here. We go. That's your final answer? Yeah. Yeah, you got it, baby. One, uh, one billion, three hundred thirty-one billion, five hundred trillion, whatever. Here's round two. Here's Mo. All right, so now there's a burger-flipping robot in California. It joins the robotic... Suzumo Sushi Chef and the German robot chef that can prepare up to 2,000 meals. Nowadays, science has presented a controversial dilemma with the availability of a new substance that looks familiar, but few found tasty in the past. Bringing a new light to Kobe beef, what has the news junkie drooling? Oh, I'll need lifelines on that one. Uh, I'm going to go with lab-grown meat. Yep. Whoops. That's your final <laughs> answer. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. It's lab-grown human flesh. Have you seen this? Ooh. Ooh no. They've actually been able to get it to move like a muscle. Ooh. Well, it's good. I wonder I mean, what it tastes like. Well, like I think human. there's some you can, they're edible, developing right? to eat. Yeah. But this they're also developing to be, to hopefully be able to transplant into people who need some kind of muscle to move. Right. <clears throat> Oh, boy. And Eddie's just concerned about getting the wax out of his left ear. And Eddie? Uh, my ear itched. I'm sorry. Oh, boy. I was just itching my... I wasn't picking. I was just itching. I was doing this. Oh, a pick, pick or a scratch. Oh, no. I use a Q-tip. Don't use a Q-tip. Oh, that's terrible. You use a Q-tip. Terrible. Don't use that candle, either. That's the worst oh, thing you can no. do. Remember ear candy Everybody when I brought says, it in? Oh, look at this. It's wax <laughs> from the candle. Uh, look at what I got, got out of my ear. The smoke draws it out. Right. Remember, I'm Otto sorry, tried Rob, it. My fault. Here we go, Rob. I hope for the best. Here we go. Here's the quote. Tell me you said it. You have lifelines. Quote, the road to success is always under construction. Uh, who's, who said that? Jack. Henry Ford? No. Not. Robert Kraft, who's the owner of the Patriots, or Ar- the late Arnold Palmer? The road to success is always under construction. Henry Ford, Robert Kraft, Arnold Palmer. Hmm. Um, uh, I'm going to go with Henry Ford. Want to use a lifeline? Uh, yes. <laughs> what do you guys think? I have to admit, I was leaning towards Ford also, but I really like Arnold Palmer, and it is this tournament this weekend. Well, that doesn't mean anything. Nobody's then we're going with Ford. No sentimental value. We're going Ford. I'm going with Arnold Palmer. No. You're doing that just to be ornery, to be contrary. Trying to be contrary. He's trying to be ornery. Ornery, not ornery. Oh, fine. I I will also go with Henry Ford. Okay, I'm going to give you some help. It's not Henry Ford. Oh, my God. So, Rob, it's either Robert Kraft or Uh, Arnold Palmer. Dude, I'm going to go Palmer. All right, I'll go Palmer. Go Palmer. Palmer. Yeah, say Kraft, Pinky. That's your final answer? (laughs) Yes. 
Yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah. All right, thanks for, thanks for playing So You Want to Win. Oh, yes. Once again, my children, it is time to let your yin meet your yang. Reach deep into your soul. Find your inner child and teach him not to touch himself in public. It's the hardest working man in the business. I give you Eddie the Shaman. It's a piece of crap. Yeah, the love bells. Eddie, what do you got for us today? Are you ready? You can slow it down just a little bit because I've, I've given you extra time. I know, so and that's breathe. why I'm so excited about this. Let it yes, breathe. we're going to breathe. You know, what's beautiful, Jim, is uh, you're right. I have been meditating a lot this week. In fact, I've been meditating a lot this year, and I've been contemplating uh, existence. Maybe you want to stop meditating if no. you're so angry. <laughs> I'm just, you know what it is? It, it was. It was that hangover from last year where I got into a place where I was getting, I think the word's frustrated with the like humanity and what was happening and so remember i i told you i started audibly booing people like what? yeah what yeah like we're let's say we're at a theme park and we're about to watch fireworks and you're standing in your spot and you've been there for an hour you've done your diligence you've right. found your spot and you're there and then four maybe four seconds before it starts someone walks in front of you and then puts their kid on their shoulders, right in front of one of you. You're allowed, you're allowed to say something. Yes. Hey, dude. I literally, on. I booed. I literally was like, boo! And he turns around, I'm like, bro, I've been here for an hour. And he was, oh, uh, and he shifts over and that kind of thing. So when I saw injustices happening, not only to me, to other people, I started booing out loud. And that's when that's when I realized. I was like, wait a minute, Eddie, you can you're have going your over thoughts. The line. You're going over the line. Are you involving yourself in something that you don't need to involve yourself in? And this is where, again, I listen to your advice. A lot of times you're like, Eddie, maybe take a step back. You don't have to be a part of everything. And that I was my thing. Too, you did the right thing. You know, and I realized dude, I was like, come on. I felt, what yeah, exactly. And they or, knew. It's common think, sense. You, you just can't do that. Somebody behind not going to say anything. But it's, even Eddie, wouldn't it be, excuse me, sir, we've been here an hour, but just to come out with a boo. Boo, yeah. I was straight. That, I had no that's time. That's right to step three. <laughs> I think, you know. <laughs> I literally went to DEFCON 5. Yeah, you're exactly I think Steph right. Three said, Bud, move or I'm going to kick your ass. Oh, my God. Yes, Exactly. So what oh, happened man. What happened was, Jim, is I realized I needed to take a major step back yeah. just in everything. Chill. And that's why, Jim, because of what our year is, because of this blessing that we have, mm. I decided to come up. We have to do more positive self-change. So I've been doing self-change. I've been smudging every day. Wow. I've been thinking positive thoughts. I've been watching the animals, making sure that everything's happening. So there I was, and I thought about it, Jim, and I created this new like atrium inside the temple. Do you want to go check it out? Uh, I, I I don't think there's any way we can get out of this. Exactly. So, brothers and sisters of love, it is time to let it go. Let's go on a trip, man. Yeah. Everyone, take a deep breath. <sighs> Hold it. Let it go. <sighs> take another deep breath. <sighs> Hold it. A little longer. Hyperventilating. Let it go. <sighs> and start to feel the tingle as your eyes close and you start to relax. Because, Jim, as we enter into the temple, remember fairness, generosity, modesty, and patience. Use one of those every day. But more importantly, remember this. Yeah. Jim, as you enter the temple in the left-hand back corner, which usually had nothing there. It was just kind of some wall hangings and some tapestries. I decided to knock that wall down and let the world back in. So I built a glass atrium. And inside this atrium, 
Jim, there are a few points that I want to bring you to. Are you ready, brother? Sure. Okay, because Jim, when we go into the atrium, you're going to notice, first of all, it's really warm and it smells like eucalyptus. Can you smell the eucalyptus? I can. Excellent, Ah. excellent. And as you're relaxing, see Mo starting to relax. Jim, over in this corner, I want to bring you together. We're all standing in a circle Mm. and I'm in the middle of the circle, Jim, and I'm about to give you a serenity shower. Have you ever had a serenity oh, shower? I like the way this sounds. Uh, uh, I saw enough of that yeah. in military Jim, school. Jim, you're getting the shower in the circle. No, 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 no. There is no water involved in a serenity shower, Jim. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what he's worried about. And I want you to know, Jim, there are two sides to the towel. <laughs> okay. Did you know that? Two sides to what? There's two sides towel. to a towel. Yeah, the butt and the face. No, 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 no. Right? Think oh about it. There, you look at it. Think of a towel. Yeah. On one side, it's like that terry cloth kind of loopy, and on the other side, it's kind of smooth. Have you ever noticed that? No. Okay, check your towels. Because, the only thing I noticed the label is on one side. Ah, well, that you know what? That that's another way to look at it because if you think about I'm, it, the the pleathery side, the side that's got kind of like the more loops on it, that's more the absorbent side, and then the back side is the smooth side. That's like the buffer side. So you use one side. <laughs> to soak up most of the water, and then the other yeah, side is the giant spots. Yeah, exactly oh, that. Okay. So if you miss a spot, because one side like a soaks shiny, up. Exactly. shiny, shiny. You remember too, that yes. one? You remember I that one? I never noticed. I just, you know, I just towel off. There you are. No, just say, hang on. Save that one, Jack. Here's the thing. When well, you think about a serenity, you only think about a serenity shower, Jim. <laughs> the serenity shower, are you ready, Jim? As the serenity shower starts to cover you, Jim, what yes. I want you to do is I want you to just wash away all regret and loss. Do you feel your regret and loss just washing away? Yes. Yeah, Good. I can. You can Hopefully there's it. not a dossier on no, this. No, 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 man. That's beautiful, Jim. You know why? Also, when you're in your serenity shower, Jim, you can let the dirt of the past be cleansed. Oh, okay. So guess what? No more dirty past. No more anything. You're now in a present moment, and you're in serenity. And most importantly, past failures are no more. There's no more past failures. How is your serenity shower? Do you feel better? It's like a confession almost. It is. But, Jim, oh, no, no, no. Look over there. There's a door. And you know what we're going to do now? We're now that we've had our serenity shower, Jim. No, better yet, we're going to pass through it because, Jim, that is our prana path. Are you ready to feel the energies? Sure. Well, Jim, did you know that our path is clear and bright? There are no obstructions, which means you can go directly into the future on filtered, unabashed, and unstoppable. Because why? why? Energy fields are on either side of you, Jim. Think about the path. On one side is the negative. On the other side is the positive. One side's the yin, the other's the yang. You are the line, Jim. The path is the line. You are the prana that connects the energy. Oh, my. I know. It's very overwhelming, but don't responsibility. worry, Jim. Isn't that That's a shrimp? Okay. No, no, no. Because all living things surround you, Jim. The grass, the dirt, the power animals, they're all around you as you're on the path. Mm. And so now are you feeling that energy? Mm-hmm. You should because not only are you serene now, you now have prana energy. Now it is time for my favorite. It's time to go into a small little shack for in tune tonality. As you enter, Jim, you know what you hear? What? Most favorite sound. That's right, brothers and sisters of love, just like those soccer fans. Many years ago, you have to get in tune and hum with the universe. Jim, do you know when you hum, you set out a frequency that connects you to all the frequencies that are in the universe? The ones that I've been listening to are called uh, by an oral beat, by... B-I-N, oral, beats. And what they are, they're different frequencies that are supposed to release toxins and serotonins in your brain. So there's like a happiness frequency, there's a relaxing frequency, there's a sleeping frequency. But the ones, Jim, that are kind of high-pitched, yes, throw that in there. And yet they have that low 
droning bass. Yes, because Jim has that high-pitched tone of that trumpet signifies acceptance and above. The slow tone of the didgeridoo reminds you to stay connected to the constant sounds of the universe. Crikey. Now, Jim, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> How can I find a tone of vibration to connect with? That's yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's got song. their own vibration, right? Exactly, oh. Jim. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, my oh brother. My you God. are truly correct. And now that you are in tone, Jim, did you notice that when you said that, everything stopped? Oh, my. Because you have the power. Because you have in tone. Now. Oh, now, Jim, I know so what you're excited. thinking. What are the harmonies of the songbird? What yeah. are the harmonies of the insect? Well, that's why we have to go outside. Because when you're inside, you can't hear it. So, Jim, we have to leave our little hut, gotcha. our tonality. And as we walk out, Jim, <gasps> oh, my goodness. Are you ready? It's time for a cosmic mindfulness. All Everything right. is connected. Everything is one. Oh, my goodness gracious. Everything, Jim is at its place and if you think about it jim if you be the balance yes if you are the fulcrum i am that we are balancing on if you are the axis the earth is spinning on jim you have in total control of the universe oh my such power cosmic mindfulness now i know what you're thinking jim just like you told me earlier we must be aware <gasps> hello mr bat we must be aware of the situation and what is needed from us. Do we put ourselves in the situation? Do we remove ourselves from the situation? Sometimes, Jim, I do not need to involve myself in the situation. So I've addressed my cosmic mindfulness mm -hmm. and I've decided to be a leader of none, Jim. Be a leader of none, Jim. And most importantly, you have to allow your chi to blend. To be free. Blend. To be free, Jim. To walk the chi. path, to free your chi so that all that around you That's can free. feel the cosmic vibrations, that your one tone, that your one vibration, that your one Jim R. Phillips is the only one that can do it. My chi is vibrating now. Yes, it is. It's and really it vibrating. Cosmic oh, mindfulness. And as I can't all the stand brothers up and now, sisters vibrating. are vibrating. I know, I know, I know. It's <laughs> almost like you can't stand up because, Jim, if you get up, you'll be like lightheaded. You'll fall over. And you yeah. don't want to fall over because right now, aren't you in a perfect place? Wow. Well, 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 okay, it's Close always to open it, to interpretation. Yeah, it's public. But, Jim, you've taken a serenity shower. Yes. You've walked the prana path, which is energy. Uh -huh. You have been in tune with tonality, and you now know that there are two sides to a towel. Exhausted. And most importantly, because of your cosmic mindfulness, Jim, that's when we really need to take a deep breath. Okay. Now? Yep. Hold it. Let it go. <sighs> take another deep breath. Let it go. <sighs> and now with this final deep breath, inhale four things. Serenity shower, prana path, in tune tonality, and cosmic mindfulness. Take a deep hit. That's a mouthful. <sighs> Hold it. Jim, uh, do you know what a stoner's favorite word is? Here. <sighs> Let it go. Did you get the joke, Jim? No. Tell me again. Here. What What's a stoner's Ear. favorite word? Here. 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 Here, here. I yeah, get it. Sure. I get it now. Yeah. Now you get it, man. For those who don't, for those who don't know, that's not too bad. For those who don't know, that's not too bad. I like that. Get in tune, man, because you know something, Jim. Just yes. like I ring these bells, you ring my bells, and I want you to know that oh. the hawk flew down and told me to tell you this. 
You must honor all life forms. And remember that all humans are messengers. And most importantly, you need to trust life, be unafraid, and watch for the symbols. Here we go. Take a deep breath. In. Let it go. Ah, and remember three things to carry you through What's this that, universe. Eddie? Peace, love, and the Phillips file. Hey, Jack, eight seconds early. Shut up! I win. For taking and the cleansing of your soul. <laughs> this is just one step in your journey toward inner peace and happiness. Remember to keep your chakras in line. And wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. Bravo, Eddie. <laughs> That's the fact, Jack! That's the fact, Jack! Every time I think about Trump, I get allergic. Well, let's get out of here. Good job, Eddie. We're back. I'm back on Monday at 3. Uh, Jim Colbert show tomorrow between 3 and 7 on Real Radio. I'm back on Monday at 3. Right after Shawnee's the news junkie with Sabrina C. Lane. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next. Tonight, eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care. <laughs>